Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, and welcome back to another awesome adventure with the FNG. Let's see what happens this week. There we go. Okay, so real quick recap. Real quick recap. Um, you guys went to Shambhala. You got some information that you're looking for the Temple of the Forgotten. It's called. Uh, now that you now that you're here, now that you know what it is called, and you spent some time in Shambhala, which is a male-dominated city, uh, trying to get information on where this place is at. Uh, it took a little bit. It took a week, but you figured it out for the most part. Um, it took you 10 days to find the island after you did like a short island hopping campaign in Lake Apsu. Once you found the island, there was a young individual perched on top of the island. Oops. This guy right here. And he started throwing rocks at you and through some very clever uh, spell play, Maitri was able to convince him to run away in the opposite direction, which made him jump off the end of a mountain. Um, so he was out of it for a minute. You guys decided to beat feet to the entrance to this place, um, gained entrance to the place very quickly, which all this surprised me because I was keeping track of where he was, and he is around. He's still alive. Um, so you guys opened the entrance to this place and saw this temple full of statues kind of sitting around here like they still are right now. And um, I do believe it was Kelsey and Alessandra. Oh, no. Uh, Maeve and Alessandra posted up at the entrance to try to keep an eye out for this guy in case he decided to come back. He never did. You guys thought you might have heard something, kind of some some falling rocks and rustling sounds, but um, you never saw him again. Meanwhile, everyone else was going kind of room by room checking out this place. Um, my tree ran into some crazy brown mold which burned her or sapped the, the heat from her body, causing a little bit of injury. <clears throat> um, but you did find a sword that was in the middle of this heap of brown mold. Um, uh, Serena wanted to blow everything up with shatter or... Shatter? Yeah, or thunder wave? Shatter? Shatter. <laughs> she wanted to shatter everything. Um, and then Kelsey, who... Um, faded off into oblivion for tonight. She's she's in another reality. Um, ended up going up these stairs and fiddling around with this gate that she saw at the top of the stairs. With her and Serena coming to the gate, they were able to find these Hamzas on the gate and put their hands on it. And when they did, they realized that the thing spun. And they, and they kind of moved it like a lock almost and set the Hamzas into a certain position, which started getting the gate spinning. And as the gate started spinning, it opened and outstepped this woman who last week looked a plain old gray kind of eh. This week, through Maitri's awesome work, here is who you see that steps out of the portal. (laughs) It looks awesome. So, as the gate was opening, you guys kind of like, oh, crap, and moved back, moved down the staircase. Um, She came out. Um, We ended the last game with her basically kind of coming out and looking confused, looking around, trying to understand what the heck was going on. And 
Uh, I'm going to read what she said, just to recap what happened, and then we're going to pick it right back up from where we left off. Any questions before we begin? Any notes? You said this guy was still around. Metaphysically, yes. In, in spirit. Totally. You haven't seen him. So you're pretty sure... You're pretty sure... She didn't make him run off the edge of a mountain. So the, the spell command is a one-word thing. So flee makes him run away in a direct direction, in a direct, direct opposite direction. But you're never going to put yourself in harm's way. So if it was a sheer cliff that fell 120 feet, he wouldn't jump off the edge of the cliff. So obviously he ran down something, didn't end up dying. It's not like there's a lava pool on the other side that he fell into. So he's got to be around somewhere because the last time you guys saw him, he was still alive. And how long does that spell last for? Well, just one round. So he could very well be on his way back. Oh yeah. To handle business. Possibly. You're pretty sure. All right. So before we begin, I'm gonna read really quick. What she says when she steps through the portal. So, when you're able to open her eyes again, a tall woman with snakes for hair stands before you. She is wearing hardly any clothing, but clutches a snake-headed staff. You notice that she doesn't have legs, but the bottom half of a snake as well that ends with yet another snake as a tail. She licks the air, closing her eyes and breathing in deeply. Ah, it has been too long. I sense my dynasty has fallen into ruin, but you, my sisters, have come to free me. Where is my dagger? Okay, so we'll start it from the top of the round. You guys can freely speak, or we can go on initiative. She is not straight up attacking you. She is just standing there. She doesn't look like she's got any malice. She just is looking around. If you want... You guys can give me a history check to see if you recognize who exactly this person is. Mm. I'm good at oh yeah, I like this thing. <laughs> I like this. No, but yeah. then I always want to like. I got a one. I got a twenty-three. Uh, history. I got three. I got three total. I got an eight. Okay. No, oh, I got a big twelve. Twelve. All right. So, are you skilled in history or no? No. All right. So. Um, even though you're not skilled and you, you rolled pretty high, you have a, a vague recollection of who she is. So, obviously Medusa, right? You guys are very familiar with Medusas and Gorgons in Atlantis. Gorgons in Atlantis are not inherently evil. They are actually very widely used to put people into hibernation. You know, you're tired of living because you live a thousand years in Atlantis. You're tired of living for 250 years, you want to take a hundred year break, you go see a, a Gorgon. I know, right? Sign me up. So that that's why it's a really big taboo, and this is for you, in Atlantis to not destroy every statue you see. Because you never know, it could be someone in hibernation. I don't want to destroy the statue. Okay. I want to destroy the big The blood but the blood the oozing blood thing? But why? Um so it's a huge, huge taboo in Atlantis to destroy anything that's like a, like a statue. Um and originally, back in the day, the idea for Gorgons came from two different sources. You have um, Medusa, who was a beautiful, beautiful woman who was slighted 
by one of the Greek gods and turned into an ugly snake-headed woman. Uh, but that doesn't explain her two sisters. Uh, Steno is one of the other Gorgons, and she was also like a Medusa. So, so the story kind of is confusing at times. There is a, a mythological story of Medusa, the one that got turned into a snake-headed person. But the, the truth is, and you remember this from, you know, Under the Sea stories, that way, way back when, there was a woman who was a mystic female, human mystic female, who was one of the daughters of Atlas. And they came together, and you guys also found this research out when you are at the Atlassian, Atlassianium, um, through your reading. And the daughters came together, and the, da the dagger perverted one of them. And the dagger has a certain ability that you guys aren't aware of where it changes the wielder. It makes them turn into something else. And in this case, it was this snake-like person. And when it changed her, it changed her physically and mentally. And from there, she, the, the myth of Medusa being born, created, actually was from her. So there are other Gorgons that, are, that exist in Atlantis. But they're obviously not the same as this one. This one's got a tail for legs, or a, a snake for a tail. Okay, most other Gorgons either have a serpentine tail or actually have legs. So, and they have the snaky heads, or snaky hair. But this one, she looks very much different from any other Gorgon you've ever seen. Very imposing, very, just a lot different. And you guys are looking right at her right now before you go, Oh, geez, wait, is she... Is she going to turn me to stone? I, I don't know. Am I stone? You know, so exactly. So you've already made eye contact with her, and you don't feel that energy, that pulse, um, because Gorgons can turn it on and off. It's not something that's on all the time. So, so you remember that much about the origin of Medusa and the name Medusa. Her name is actually Medusa, and she was actually, literally, if you look it up, she was one of the daughters of Atlas. There were different series of Daughters of Atlas, and she was one of the um, Hesperides. So the Garden of the Hesperides, she was actually one of the Daughters of uh, Hesper, I think her name was. Mm -hmm. so, so knowing all that, and knowing what you see before you right now, what are you guys going to do? What dagger? <laughs> okay. So you're up front. Um... And then to we got fair. click clack. Is that click clack or is that? Uh, uh, that's Torag. Torag. To be fair, I he's up there with you. When we did the dagger thing, so my okay. question is genuine. All right. Um, so you're up there, and then Alessandra's back there, and where is Maitri? She's in the room of the swords. Is that you? In oh the yeah, swords? she's in the room of the swords. I rolled an eighteen. So you say what dagger? Genuinely don't know what you're talking about. Okay. What's your else doing? What is this giant glowing fucking thing of blood here? <laughs> <laughs> well, she says, funny she ask. Um, well, she says, well, Dad, my child is my child. And she looks you up and down. She kind of looks at you and she's like, I'm, I'm not familiar with your type. What? What type of Atlantean are you? You seem to be human-like, but... I guess you could say we're cousins. You we smell scales. strangely of the sea. <laughs> yeah. We all got scales, you know? <laughs> Interesting. And then she looks over at Maeve. Mm -hmm. 
And she says, that is a peculiar arm you have, Gnome. What is the, what is the year? 533 in the age of Pisces, which is 533 AD. It's 533 AD. AP. AP. Age of Pisces. It's 1999. Gonna party like it's 1990? Okay. So you, you said 533? 1969. She goes, she says, 533, the age of Pisces. So I have been, oh my, I have been away for many thousands of years. I see my temple is falling into disrepair, but but again, you, my sisters, I can sense the connection we have. Only a daughter of Atlas could open the doors to my temple. Only a daughter of Atlas could open the gateway to my temporary domicile. So, and you are way outside over there. So right. give me a perception check, because let's see if you turn around and go, she what the hell? Go ahead and give me a perception check with advantage, because that was a big old portal that opened up. So 2d20. Like, She's like, don't fucking trust her. Yeah, right. <laughs> don't, do don't do it. Stay away. So take the higher of the two. 17. All right. Yeah, you're... So when the gate opened up, it was kind of like a Stargate-looking thing. It was a bright blue thing, and... It kind of liquefied, grayish blue. Um, so it lit up the whole room. And you're like, what's going on back here? <laughs> so you see her step out and you're like, oh. And you see your friends. You recognize her as Medusa too. But you're like, all right, well, they're not turning the stone. And she's kind of just standing up there hanging out. So I don't know. She said my sisters. So you can barely sister. make her out from where you're okay. at. You know, the reason why I'm saying yeah. that is because... Do you remember how not all of the hands were on the thing when the door opened? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There was only certain hands mm-hmm. on the door. Mm-hmm. So whose hand was it that opened the actual door? That's a good question. I'm not exactly sure. Pretty sure it was a couple people, maybe. Okay, just, I'm not sure if that mattered. I think but it that was, was just when something Kelsey that came to my mind. Her hand on the door. It was when it started to move. I'm, I'm not sure if that even matters. It was just a thought. Mm-hmm. And then, is it the evil that she's sensing with this? Are any of us, like, evil? Okay. I mean, well, I mean, people can sense our darkness. Your taint. Just our throw it out there. <laughs> it's only been 15 minutes. Yep. And we are the taint is unleashed. Taint is over there making tick marks. Like, how many times have <laughs> you say taint? taint. <laughs> Take a shot for my kids to be able to listen to this, but never with you guys. Yep. <laughs> I'm just saying. I said darkness. I didn't say taint. I know. I said taint. I said taint. Taint. <laughs> taint me. I only said taint after he said taint. Oh boy. And so you're the after taint. Because we have a sibling taint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now it's like a never ending cycle of a the work. Sibling taint? Yeah, it's conjoined. Conjoined taint? Conjoined taint. I need a divorce. Yeah. I can't. I can't do One that. taint to rule them all. <laughs> But I'm just saying, do you think that that could be what she was talking about? I think think with what happened that one time in that one place where all the elders reappeared and Mm -hmm. they were like, your children kind of, I think Mm -hmm. that probably plays into it. Maybe is she... Is she an elder? Was she ever an elder back in the back, back, back days? So... 
that went astray and morphed herself? You don't know. A lot of the knowledge has been lost. Hey, I'll take it. Have you, were you ever an elder back in the day? So, so she looks on it and she goes, give me an insight check. You too, Maeve. You're close enough. 21. Mm-hmm. That's 21's pretty good. And you're asking the question, so I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. Or big old 12. Good enough. So <laughs> you're going double 12s tonight. Big, big old 12. It's going to be a 12 night. Yeah. Um, so chance. you're able to tell she kind of winces almost like at her. Like, <sighs> she says, What is your name? Serena. Serena. Thank you for recognizing me as Medusa. Thankfully, the history of my kind and my lineage, my time here in Atlantis has not gone to the wayside. As to your question, I had aspirations to guide our people, the humans of Shambhala, but I do recall before I left that the human men decided that it was in their best interest to banish the women of the mystic enclave and at the time I was a mystic woman I am not the glorious creature that you see before you now at that time but I changed so to answer your question I had I had aspirations to guide our people not our people because I do not sense that you are a human though you appear to be and then she kind of looks, and she and she kind of closes her eyes, or not closes her eyes, but she squints, and she says, "My tree, <laughs> join us, please." So you step out. Yeah. They're both mystics. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Waving the sword. Hi. And then she kind of looks off in the distance and she, she sees Alessandra near the entrance and she goes, Curious. Human, but but not. And then she looks at my tree and she goes, and the Same with you. I I feel a blending. And Are your ears visible or no? They're under my hair, but I'm sure they stick out a little bit. Interesting. Much has tree. changed. We know my tree would be like, Yeah, I'm happy. My ears are definitely probably visible. That's why I'm wearing the hood. Okay. Well, she, you're, you're still far away, so yeah, she can't, she's see can't see you. And she's only got a range for her telepathy, so, so that's what she, she can sense that you're in the room. And she's 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 kind of like some very interesting times. Much has changed since I left, and and she she stops for a second and she just thinks. And she looks down at you, and she looks over at you, and she looks over at you. She says, ah, the men were successful. This is what I tried to stop. I tried to cease this from happening. The men of Shambhala banished our sisters, the rest of our people from the mystic enclave. You think the women just up and left and nothing happened? Are these all the mystic women that you're protecting here, and then when the time is right, you're going to unpetrify them and take back Shambhala? Oh, that is a very good question. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. There are no human mystic women 
in this group. I am no longer human. And I don't know what happened to my other sisters. Which is unfortunate because I had such grandiose plans, but if this is truly 533 of the Age of Pisces, it has been many, many thousand years since I left. Where'd you go? Well, it's a good question, Miss Serena. You can tell by the glistening beauty of my scales that not much time has passed since last I stepped through this gateway. I was in a temporal storage, we'll say. I could not petrify myself as I did my loyal subjects here before us. So I needed to do something else. Much the same as, and she smiles for a second and she looks at you and she says, much the same as I did with my child, Girion, who you decided you wanted to shatter, I believe? Is that the flow of the orb thing? Yes. How? That is my child. Give me a history check. Is it? Except for you. You're too far away. Unless you're going to start moving in. So this is happening all at the same time. So we're out of initiative for right now. So I'm going to take these down. 16. I don't think I'm going to this time. <laughs> my history is left of Alright. So, Girion, if you guys are familiar with any kind of Latin or Greek mythology, was a giant... Uh, back in the day, who was stranded on an island, and Odysseus, I believe, from the Odyssey, from the Iliad, ran into Geryon, and Geryon tried to eat him. He tried to, tried to, to kill his men and eat him. Um, he was strange because um, of all the giants of Greek and Latin mythology, because there are giants in Atlantis, and they're all, most of them are semi-decent giants. The ones that are up in the northeast and the north up by the dwarves are pretty good-natured. The ones that are down here by Hyperborea in the southwest of Atlantis are not. These are ones that are constantly have to fight against dragons, against the undead and the Orion Sea and along the coast right here. So there's, they're pretty more jacked up giants, the ones that live down here. So this one, though, lived in Lake Apsu on an island like the one you're on in Lake Apsu. And he was renowned for different, different myths have him having three heads or... Uh, a one head with tentacles or wings. They were saying he could fly. But he was very, very violent and very, uh, not very intelligent. So, from some of the myths. So, obviously, with myths, there are different versions of each myth. So, she says, Girion, you guys are like, okay, Girion, there is, <laughs> yeah, there is a, the fable of this crazy giant. Oh, there's not a prop open. It's ro it rolled into the side. I know, but there's a, is there a way for me to keep that? Just put a little wedge in the bottom of it. You could. Do you have a piton? Oh. Oh, piton? The spiky thing that Kelsey had last time we played. She used to throw down the, the back end of the portal over here. So to, to uh, strike her from me wanting to shatter her son, I'm going to ask, do you know who that human dude is that was like sitting on top of the top of your temple and stopping us from entering so she looks at you and she kind of she stares at you for a second so she's digging deeper now so give me uh an intelligent saving throw so you feel her like probing into your mind do you want to let her in grab a stick from outside i mean serena doesn't know much about the dagger because i wasn't here 
So yeah, sure. Okay. So she focuses on you for a second, and at first your your guard goes up. Like, oh, I know what she's trying to do. She's trying to read in my mind and get deeper. Right now she can read surface thoughts. Okay, with telepathy, with read my, you know, read minds, stuff like that. She can read your surface thoughts, your name, you know, basically what you are, your race, your class, whatever. But if she wants to dig deep, like she wants to remember what a guy looked like, that's what she's trying to do. Is she's trying to look at through your mind who this guy was, because who you're talking about. So, for her to do that, you, I need to have a saving throw. So you saved, but if you recognize what she's doing, you're like. I'm just thinking Screw about it. the dude. I'm just really hardcore going across that. Yeah, you can you can direct her where to go. You saved, so you can <laughs> you can direct her where to go. So she focuses for a second and she kinda cans her head as you kinda like put up a wall, like almost a, a tunnel, right to this one image of this guy where you're blocking out everything else that leads to it. And she goes, Ah, admirable, Serena, your strength of mind. But thank you for letting me in. And I see the image of this bald male and you can tell every time she says anything about a guy she like she like shirks she's just like and she says it's interesting when i left the men of shambhala and of the mystic enclave were very interested in expanding their power by the use of magic tattoos so i can only assume that based off of his current condition the fact that he was using appears to be some kind of levitation or telekinesis to control the rocks that he is a mystic and he was placed here to guard my temple I don't know protect it defend it I he attacked you protect me from getting out and bringing right to the women of Atlantis so there's it looks like there you petrified men in here so you must not hate all men not all men. There are men who came and who supported the cause and did not, and, and believed that Atlantis and the rest of the Atlanteans and the humans in general were using their ill-gotten power for evil. And they came to me. And I welcomed them with open arms and allowed them to join my crusade. Unfortunately, and you kind of see her kind of like twitch a little bit and she scowls, the dagger was taken from me. And without the power of the dagger, we were defenseless. So I decided to put a grand empowering spell upon our home to keep any but my future generation of daughters. She kind of looks each one of you in the eye. Are you moving in or no? I'm going to use a torch to move in. Like a torch to... To jab it in there? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's wood, but yeah. Yeah, sure. All right. So you kind of wedge it in there a little bit. No, you're good. You're good. You're fine. You kind of wedge it in the circle and you start making your way in. I don't believe it. You're good. You're always good. So you can just come wherever you want to go. Yeah. Look around up here. Yeah. And Kelsey again, as a banshee, she just uses her hearthstone. She said, I'm out. Teleports back. She showed up and she said, I don't want to do this. She's like, I'm going on vacation. Yep. I don't like where this is going. I'm out. So um, you walk up. And she says um, that she had grandiose plans and knew that eventually someone would come to free her and her sister and her and her her retinue, her guards, her army, to finally bring balance back to Shambhala and the rest of Atlantis. So, how do you intend on bringing balance back to Shambhala? 
and she just kind of smiles and she's got some nice pointy canine teeth and they kind of She's like, listen, I'm all about this plan so far. Yeah, right? <laughs> I know. It sounds pretty I know. good, I'm right? Like, oh, no. Girl power. I'm like, Sexist yeah. Sexist men. Oh. Check it out. I'll check it out. She says, well, I sense the energy. And this is the first time you guys have heard it referred to as energy of the dagger upon your bodies. She doesn't refer to it as taint or <laughs> anything evil. She says, the dagger is a unique tool, Serena. In the wrong hands, the dagger can bring waste and destruction and death upon our people. But in the right hands, under control, she kind of looks back at her, she goes, it can be used to open gateways through the ancillary shield of Atlantis to other realms where we can draw forth reinforcements and additional aid to bring our cause to the rest of Atlantis. To force them to recognize us. And you see her kind of getting a little animated, like... She's like, oh, yeah. And she, like, you can see her her hand gripping the staff, like... We will bring balance to Atlantis. She sounds kind of Hitler-y. Don't let her hear you. Oh, sorry. She's Hitler-y. You didn't hear me. I was just... I just, really I just picture on the side and be like, y'all heard about that guy, Hitler? <laughs> way in the future, way in the future. Yeah, you got a thousand years before you learn the hymn. So, so she's looking at you. Oh, shit. And she didn't say that. that I didn't was... say that. It was an accident. That's fine. I was just, you know. So, you can tell that she is adamant about war. She's going to bring war back to the realms. And she looks at you as you're kind of thinking, like, not Hitler, because you have no idea who Hitler is, but a a dictator. And um, go ahead and give me an intelligence saving throw. Good luck. Just one. And add your intelligence modifier for your save. (laughs) 19. All right. So you're able to, to fight it off. She stares at you for a second, and she gets a surface thought of you basically having concern about her motives, but not digging as deep as for her to recognize that you think that she's a dictator and that she's going to be like Hitler. <laughs> and she kind of just, she kind of like smiles, looks at you like this. She says, oh, Alessandra, you have no idea the depths of the evil of the human men. You do. I can sense that you have been to Shambhala, all of you. There is a reason that you four, you six, maybe seven, you have other allies that are sometimes with you and sometimes not. There's a reason you have all been brought together. And I believe that reason is to release me as you have done. It is fate and to return to me the dagger. With the dagger. I see you shaking your head. No. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you're just like... There was a, there was a bug. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, she says, there, there's a reason. You, you are destined to return to me the dagger. Because with the dagger, I shall call in others like Geryon and... 
She stops for a second. And she goes, "Oh, your your banshee friend who is ill disposed at the moment. She saw some of the creatures that have entered into our realm that I've had to unfortunately dispatch because they let's just say they didn't see eye to eye with my grand plan." And she kind of looks in the back corner of that room back there mm-hmm. with a beaked tentacled brain thing. Yeah. Um, there's something else back there that nobody decided to go and look in and look at, but no, um, it's fine. I was terrified. So, so she says, you know, this temple was just a small bastion of power. I hope to further expand it and enhance my army and and bring the battle to the humans of Atlantis. Won't you? Don't you think that is a good idea? Won't you join me? What if? Hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> many, 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 many years have passed, and the men of Shambhala are, are still misogynists, but they're also... Maybe uh, there's a new generation, and maybe we can resolve it peacefully instead of bringing war to them right away. <laughs> oh, Serena, how naive and young you are. Ask yourself, why are there no mystic human women. I think they're anywhere. Somewhere. What a monumentous feat for the rest of Atlantis to either so casually hide successfully or some other power in the world who is stealing and taking these mystic women. Ask yourself, there are still mystic men. Without women, how are they procreating? How are more mystic human men arriving in Atlantis. So what's the ultimate plan? Like, how are you going to bring about mystic women? To bring down the patriarchy. Yeah. To bring down (laughs) the tribal (laughs) elders, the men who have led Shambhala and led the humans on this stupid prophecy that no one can even figure out. Yeah, so what? It's it's inscribed on a plate of orichalcum, supposedly by the four. Who are the four? Are you guys even familiar with who the four are and were? Are they still present? So you guys have a general idea. One, two, three, four. Everybody knows about the four. The four are a recurring power base in Atlantis. It's usually two men and two women. They're humans. And they have control over all kinds of different things in Atlantis. Like the the elemental side, like each one of them represents a different version of an elemental ability. Um, they have all kinds of different powers. They're the ones that actually steered, store, store, steered, I guess steered, the entire continent of Atlantis from the Atlantic Ocean south through between two continents into the South Pole. That's how powerful they are. They were able to move an entire continent over 10,000 years, but... They're, they are very, very powerful. And the fact that they had this prophecy that was inscribed on a sheet of Rokalcum that is displayed in the main Senatus building in Atlantis that says that Atlantis will be destroyed by a human female mystic if she's not stopped. Basically, nobody's ever seen the prophecy. It's kept behind closed doors because it's very protected. And it's one of those where... Suspicious. Yeah. It's one of those <laughs> where... Obviously, if you read it a certain way, a comma could be somewhere and it could totally make it mean something different. But it doesn't matter. Like, 20,000 years ago, they decided female human mystics will be banished from Atlantis and none will be permitted into the continent. 
big that that's how much their fear is that not only will they destroy Atlantis, they would destroy the world. So yeah, destruction that's just of the world. Because they're afraid of our power. I don't know, I think this woman has a point. Maybe. And you say that, and she goes, You understand, my tree. You see the point that I'm trying to make. How can a single woman, mystic or not, destroy the entire world? No one can explain it. No one no one knows how. Maybe with like using a dagger to open a temporal gate and bring armies in. <laughs> like, Maybe. Uh, but, she's, but also, you, you clearly already said you plan on letting us leave here so we can go get the dagger and bring it to you. If we knew where it was. Because I still don't know anything, supposedly. So, what if we somehow get with Atlas and we're like, hey, bro, like, do you think you can get us into Atlantis to actually physically see the prophecy? And, like, Maybe we can... Start changing minds and hearts and minds. <laughs> like, my tree, give me an intelligence saving throw. The unicorn horn falling was a bad sign. You're, yeah. you're too smart looking. She's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a bad sign. Uh, give, give me the horn. Yeah, take the horn. No more horn for you. And so, a total of three with a roll of one. All right, so yeah, if you roll a one, you don't have to, you don't have to calculate anything. Just tell me you roll a one. I didn't know So she stares at you for a second, and she hears Serena talking, and she's just looking at you. And she she's kind of nods her head. She's probing deeper and deeper, and you can feel it, like her probing deeper and deeper, looking at something specifically. Hope you're gentle. And the devil's dagger comes to the forefront of your mind, like where it is, what happened to it. And she smiles. She says, oh, Laputa has risen. I was not aware that Laputa had fallen. And Laputa is your base of operations, and my dagger is, is there. Quick, think about eggplant. Eggplants. <laughs> I like eggplants, too. That's <laughs> where she wants in the shape of a dagger. So she says, <laughs> so she says, well, we mustn't tarry any longer. I can... I sense... Already alarms have... Been enacted? Someone is... Aware that you four... Five... And a half... Maybe... Seven... Six... Seven... Have... Opened the temple. And unfortunately, these... Human mystics... Are so concerned about... My budding... And returning power that they feel threatened so you mustn't tarry any longer what are you what is your decision will you aid me in bringing my army back from the great beyond and laying waste to atlantis my to atlantis or to shambhala <laughs> now give me an inside check So, Thank God you, you have been safe. just kind of standing in the back the entire mm-hmm. time, just oh, calculating. Listening. Yeah, calculating, listening. And, and you're the same way. So, the Olmec were taken from South America. So, you don't know about Olmec in real life mythology and history because they all just disappeared one day. They were half abducted, half rescued because as the continent of Atlantis was going in between South America and Africa, it basically butted up against South America and the continent had to be pushed. And when it did that, it created the Andes Mountains and it caused a lot of devastation to South America, which was where your people were from originally, the Nahuatl. Uh, 
Well, they the Atlanteans knew that was going to happen. Sort of like, oh, shoot, we shouldn't let these people die. And about the same time, the Aztec were confronting the Olmec because the Aztec thought that Atlantis used blood magic to become so powerful. So that's where they started experimenting. I don't know if you guys are familiar with like Aztec history or mythology, whatever one way to look at it. The Aztecs used to sacrifice thousands of people because they felt that there was power not only in your blood, but in the moment that you died, you unleashed this power and they could harness it. And they did, they could. Which was what perverted the Olmec people. They basically cast this huge curse on the Olmec people, which is why your blood is tainted, which is why you're not supposed to be able to mate with any with any other Atlanteans, only Olmec. So Atlantis showed up and was like, we can't do this to these people, it's our fault, so we need to save them. So that's why they plucked all the Olmecs and brought them to Atlantis. So, so as Atlantis continued down through South America and Africa and it pushed it and it destroyed a lot of them, killed a lot of the Aztec, it left a lot of the foundations of the Olmec behind. Um, so you're very familiar with war and with destruction and with tactics and the fact that using might is right. So you're, you can see through her, her, her facade very easily. Like, you're like, yeah, you're full of shit. I know exactly what you want to do. You're going to lay waste to Atlantis, and you're going to reign supreme. Same with you. You are very super analytical. You are, both of you are maybe, hey, yeah, for the women, let's let's bring the fight to Shambhala. But yeah, there have been key things that she has said that you're like, yeah, you said Atlantis. You didn't say Shambhala. Mm-hmm. So you're pretty pissed off at everybody. And, you know, where was Atlas when all this was going on? You know, why did Atlas let this happen? Atlas is supposed to be all-knowing, all-wise, all-powerful, like the great Oz, but he didn't do nothing. He let that. He let whatever happened tens of thousands of years ago, years ago happen, and she's pissed. And obviously, using an implement like the Devil's Dagger, which is an ancient alien artifact that has that corrupts your soul. As much as you might say you have control over it, from what you guys have learned and researched, that's probably not the case. So you two are definitely like, eh, um, I don't know. You two are kind of like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so my is, tree is like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is she was sealed away in here. She keeps calling her temple, but like she couldn't get out until mm-hmm. we came along. So maybe we didn't come here Who trapped to you free there? her. We came here, and the only reasons we can open the doors is because we're the ones that are strong enough to stop her. Who put you in there? I'll shatter her son. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking. Who put don't, you? Say, don't think that out loud. Who put you in there? My tree. I, <laughs> I preserved my army for my return, and like I said, I can't preserve myself, so I entered into this state of suspended animation. Can I see what she's Waiting until... Yeah, okay. Go give me an inside check. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like that jail. Well, While this conversation's going on, can I do something once you, you resolve this? Yeah. Okay. 21. Yeah, she seems like she's telling the truth. It makes sense. You're surrounded by petrified people. She came out of a gateway. She's a Medusa. You don't see any other Medusas. You're pretty sure Medusas can't turn themselves into stone. That's actually a, a myth. So, like in the myth, uh, the Latin myth of um, 
Perseon, or who was it? Perseus? Perseus, yeah. I think killing the Medusa by turning her head into stone itself? No. Alright. Um, I'd like to casually just grab Torag, or, or have him, have you know, have him come back to me and rest with me. And while he is with me, instead of verbally telling him what to do, can I use impart knowledge with him? Sure. Okay. So I'm going to use impart knowledge to tell Torag to go back up to, you know, kind of on the DL. Stealthily go back up um, to the the hoop, the Stargate. Mm-hmm. On the other side. Yeah. So that he can... So that when we're ready, he can open it, close it, whatever. He can do something with it. So if we are able to, like, say, push her back through that thing. <laughs> right? From this side, maybe he can... I can actually cast a spell through him. So maybe I can power up the... the the hoop again, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that's what I'd like to do. I'd like to tell Torag to go back up to the hoop and be ready to shoot a spell, in, a spell slot into it um, when on my go, on my say so. Okay. Like when when we're ready, if we need it. Okay. I just want want that option out there. So he is familiar with the stairs that are back here too. Yep. So five, okay. 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. I, I am asking him to do it quietly, and he does have stealth. He has. Some proficiency in stealth. Okay. Would you like me to roll for him? Yep. Let's see what he got. What's up? Mm, Torag. It's okay. He can be there. And he's got dark vision, too. I'm, he's a cutie. Sorry. I didn't say that. <laughs> no, you didn't. I didn't say that. You don't trust this mofo? No, I don't want her to hear me. So oh. I can't, I can't see I thought you were talking to me. You're like, okay, I'm going to talk to you. Don't say that. You're projecting in your mind. I trust you. 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 My tree has felt slighted just being a half breed. Her like just the prejudice right. he that gets a 15 okay. a 15 for stealth so my tree is like I think she has a point like why can't why where are these women what do they do did they just kill them so she's she's kind of under her like lost in a trank boat yes I'm still just thinking about shattering this child <laughs> I say we go Back her asses out of here and close the door again and lock her ass in here. <laughs> now my concern is that she's going to attack if we say no. Obviously. So play along and be like, yeah, we'll go get the dagger for you. But I'd be with that. <laughs> and then she did say that there's people coming in. Are they gonna lock us back in here? Can we get out? I'm pretty sure your torch is going to hold it down now. Your wooden torch is going to totally keep that stone door from going. I don't know if they can close the door without children of that. I think we I think we figured out last time that that wouldn't work though. No, yeah, yeah we have to. We have to. Yeah, we, we have, have to the let person. Her yeah, she has to be unpetrified. We'll just pick up pick up the person with the book. Mm-hmm. Lug it around. Well, here's the thing. That's Medusa. Can we not look at her? No, we can. Yeah, look you are. We're they have they control it. They don't. It's not always on. Yeah, that's why I mentioned like a minute ago that I'm just gonna casually stop meeting her gaze now. <laughs> it's gonna like look around, not at her. <laughs> like, 
So you guys, from where you're standing, all of you kind of hear this swishing sound, this thump from right next to you, from that giant red bloody egg. She's already waking up her son. And she looks down and she, she says, I await your decisions. I, I do hope that we see eye to eye. And, and that you will aid me in returning my property. And to show that you are amenable to this task, I would ask that maybe one of you stay here with me and let me know what has transpired in the last several thousand years while the rest of your entourage returns to Laputa and obtains for me the, the dagger to return to me here. Shall we? Kelsey. Shall we begin? She's the one that's already lost in the sauce. <laughs> she, she already drank the Kool-Aid. <laughs> Girl power. Ricky volunteers. She's and you see her, she, oh, yeah. she kind of goes, oh, let's, let's have some company, shall we? Uh, she just waves her hand like this. And you guys see the bloody part of the ooze right there. Just a bunch of the blood just splash out from that sack, that egg, the fountain, uh-huh. and hit the front three people, the statues right there. You get a little bit on yourself, too. You're like, Ugh. But it hits the statues, and the blood kind of slaps against the statue, and it starts to spread. And you see it spread and start covering the statue. You see the statue turning back into flesh. Which ones are? The front three. So, and then before you know it, there's a girl in the middle with these flaming hammers and stuff like that, and she's these are all uh, these are all halflings, I think. Yeah. And it just so happens the halfling that's right next to you has a book in his hand. But he's not the one I need. Well, he comes back to life, and it is. It is a book. It is a gray tome with a skull in the front. Oh, it is. And it's in his right hand on the shield. He's holding yeah. it like this, like against his side, and you couldn't see the cover of it because as he comes back to life. Yeah. Just kind of almost stretches like he was in the middle of doing something and as he pulls his arm apart like this and he's got his mace in his hand or whatever these are figures so they're not all holding weapons right. you know he's kind of standing there and he's got the book next to him like this and he takes a deep breath and he stretches like this and you see as he peels it away you look over and you're like shit that's the book can I take the book and run? probably <laughs> not oh sorry <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you want. Cover you. <laughs> you guys cover me. Let's we'll take you. the book. I'll shatter. You take the book. <laughs> we, we leave her <laughs> So, let's see. You see it automatically. Um, Maitri, give me a perception check. Let me see if you see it or not. Maeve, you can't see it from where you're at. And Serena, you can't see it. A perception check. Okay, so you can just barely make it out. You look over as you see Alessandra go, <gasps> and you look over and you're like, <gasps> Don't think too loud. Don't think too loud. <laughs> and you got the, the rest of the giant thing between you and it. And same with you, you can't see from your point of view because the egg sack is still there. Yeah, speaking of the egg sack, I want to start slowly back. All right, roll initiative. Serena. Maeve. 
ten for me too. Ermagerd. Ermagerd. Ermagerd is Ermagerd. I'm gonna go. All right. <laughs> I didn't roll for her, but you guys are gonna have a surprise round, so it doesn't matter. So, all right, Maeve. So, you see instinctively. You guys have been together long enough now, where you can kind of forecast what you're gonna do. Everybody's kind of looking at Maitri like she's lost. She's lost in the sauce. She's she's drinking the Kool Aid. Um, she's she looks like she's all about staying here and not wanting to uh, to go and get out of here. She wants to play for Team Medusa. So you're not sure exactly what you're going to do about Maitri. Maitri will figure it out eventually, but I think everybody else is kind of like, eh, So this is going to be a surprise round as things start popping off because you said you're going to take that book. I'm going to try, but I'm not going to And lie. you're like, you're ready to do something. Yeah. You, you have like shatter on your lips. Yeah. Like, Shatner? Shatner? Um, we'll do this. So, Maeve, if there's something you're doing without metagaming yeah. that has to do with what's going on, go ahead and do it. Do can, I, can I ask Maeve a question? Can Tilbury carry a book? Can he carry a book? He can. Or, um, yeah, I, he can lift up the five, five pounds. Stand by. I do have Click Clack, but he seems to be scared. He was hiding, Click Clack? Yep, he's hiding. He goes on your turn. How, about, how much do you think Click Clack can, can carry? Can he carry both, do you think? Um, it might be hard. Is there a strength score for him? No, well, I don't have any da- uh, data on Click Clack, unfortunately. Oh, Click Clack. Um, yeah, Click Clack can carry a book. Okay. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if we could... Yeah. All right, then that that would be the thing that I'm doing like, then. Try to get click to yeah. get the book, and then yep. because I don't think I'm, I'm gonna have to fight you. Yeah. If she yep. decides to get crazy. Yep. We're right. we're being we're telepathic right now. She can't hear. That's right. None of this. So yeah, you. But you know, I see you away. and you see me and we like. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah, I see you looking at the book and I'm like, okay. And we got these walls up, right. so she can't hear any of this. Yep. Like, right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> So, so I would then, if, you, if you're giving me that, that chance to be like, okay, something's going to jump off, uh, I would I will, I will I'll say tell you what, black. we'll do this. Go help we'll, Miss Alessandra. We'll do this. Alessandra goes last. So you three give me insight checks. Maeve, Maitre, and Serena. So, yeah. <laughs> give me insight checks because you guys have been together for so long. You're instinct- instinctively like, 19. something's about to go down. So, can I do something other than insight? <laughs> well, so you're kind of... Well, it's not so much perception. It's kind of like feeling out. Yeah. You know Alessandra well enough now. Yeah. And you see her looking at something off, off to your right. And you guys, you can see these three dudes come back to life in front of you. Mm-hmm. And you see her eyes go wide. And you guys didn't really get to look at the front row of people before you decided to start doing stuff. Because mm-hmm. you knew the middle person had a book, this middle person had a book, and this person on the left had a book. But nobody ever really came and started looking at that gap up front. You guys kind of spent some time on these last few back here. So, but you're pretty sure you're like, oh, she just saw something, and these people came to life. Either she's about to get attacked by somebody, or shit's about to go down. Mm-hmm. I'm a little worried. So, with that in mind, what would you do? What would your character do? Well, 
with, I mean, the, the one plan I've tried to prep is maybe pushing her back through that portal with Toreg initiating the portal. So that's what I would want to do. So meanwhile, if I see you thinking about doing something, what I might do is take Click Clack and go and tell, tell Click Clack, go help Miss Alessandra. Do whatever she needs you to do. All right. And then, so you speak binary. Yeah. And so does Click Clack. <laughs> yep. I don't think that's a language that Medusa speaks. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's a newer language. So she's not around for Thank the God. new. So she's got robots, but she's not. She's not been around for golems yet. For the next like six sessions, we all need to use our free time to learn. <laughs> Gollum. <laughs> well, I have actually. I have it. I have the spell now. Impart knowledge, which I can actually teach you a skill by just imparting that knowledge through my hand to you. We're all, we're all yes. learning by right? so we can talk to click clack. Yes, yeah. we, and That'd I need dope. click clack. So yeah, that would be awesome. All right, so I'm going to toss Click Clack your way. All right. He's a scared little robot. So he, he kind of he does his spider thing kind of across the ground really quick, right past Maitri's legs, and he kind of goes and starts hugging your calf, like hiding on the other side of it, though. Okay. My little hood. All right, he likes Stay warm in there. Stay warm in there for a second. All right. You know it's going to be serious. Yeah. Should not go down. All right, so this halfling comes to life next to you, and he kind of just looks up at you, and he smiles. He goes, oh, welcome, sister. Are you here to support the great Medusa? And he looks past you, and he sees Medusa, and he goes, oh, hail, Medusa the returned. And she, he kind of, like, kind of bows a little bit. It's very, very weird. Like, he's got this crazed look in his eyes. Take yeah. those things off your hands so you can bow properly. And the woman, <laughs> like you guys notice, Fiero figure... And this other male halfling figure get down on bend a knee, like bow, like oh, oh. The female in the middle, she kind of just stands there, puts her hands on her hips, looks over from side to side at the other two males next to her. And she nods up at Medusa. Medusa goes like this. Um, <laughs> or female run this, run this. Who runs the world? Girls. Girls. <laughs> Ghouls. I mean, it's not bad. Ghouls. Ghouls. Who runs the world? Ghouls. Um, my tree, what are you doing? I'm uh, trying to figure out why my sisters all look like they're ready to do some crazy shit. Y'all aren't in all this? <laughs> well, you saw, you see Click Clack right run across her boots, kind of look up at you like you're like he's confused and looking at you, and he keeps running and he climbs up her leg and under, into her bodice. And you see this dude come back to life, and he's got that book that you remember Kelsey was talking well, about. Well, I always want to keep my sister safe, so I'm just going to bless him in case anything happens. Would you bless him, though? Because bless is usually a preparatory thing for battle. But these other people look weird, like Medusa. Well, they look weird, but they don't look threatening. It's okay. not like they take out their weapons and They're try to attack you. They're worship an old girl, and you don't believe in any of this. You, you... This is all happening at the same time that Alessandra's wanting to grab that book. I just wanted to give you guys an opportunity not to like metagame, but to prepare. What would you do? I mean, I I think that I'm kind of trying to feel out the situation. Like, I think her plan's pretty awesome, but she also is talking about starting a war, and I'm not really a violent type. So I'm just kind of trying to feel out the situation, and okay. I'm kind of confused. All right. Serena? Don't shatter anything yet. <laughs> Wait. So, wait. Do you do you have thunderwear? I do. 
thunder. Do 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 Take the legs so, off of it. Just use the bottom thing. I've already proven I'm strong in mind. And I'm just like feeding into her. Yeah, I'm going to follow you. Yeah, this is awesome. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk up here and I'm going to stand next to her. Okay. And look out and be like, yeah, we're doing this. <laughs> Too late. I'm going to give you Trust a squinty. Me. Just Alright, so that's you. Um, there's no monster right now. And I'm gonna take my rapier out. Not as like a threatening thing, but as like a. Ah, we're gonna like, do a it. <laughs> like, like Heil Hitler? Like Nazi? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, like yeah a, okay. Like a Formadusa! <laughs> yeah. Formadusa! With your hand closed instead of hand open. Alright. I know, I'm saying instead of like, instead of like this. <laughs> Sorry. I don't like doing that. Gives me, it makes me feel weird. Um, yeah. All right, so Alessandra, you see the book, and you see this person kind of bowing down. They've got the book kind of like on their knees. They're a halfling. So they get down on bended knee, and they've got the book kind of like this, and just in their hand kind of resting against their, bi their bicep, their tricep. Kind of hold it like this. So it's right there, easy for the pick, and you can very easily just grab it and yoink if you wanted to. I'm going to grab it. So let me take a look at that. Okay. Give me an athletics check. <laughs> let me see that. This is what you got right there. Yeah, give me an athletics check with advantage. I grounded the other one. You know I can't see, right? 18. All right. Yep, sure enough, you just wink, and he goes, oh, no. And he, he, he kind of feels like, oh, I stepped out of line. Because he recognizes you and he sees you're a woman. And he instinctively goes, he goes, oh! And he bows back down and he, he keeps his eyes down on the ground. And the halfling next to him, the halfling, because remember, these guys have been petrified for thousands of years. Granted, think of it now, if I'm just sitting here like this and my tree is a Medusa and I get turned into stone, the last thing I remember is me looking at my tree with my hands like this talking about Medusas. So when I come back to life, I'm going to instinctively go right back into what I was doing because no time has gone by. So for them, whatever they were doing at the time was a second ago, six seconds ago. So the woman, the halfling woman, looks over at you and she kind of looks you up and down like she doesn't recognize, obviously, remember this is 20,000 years prior, she doesn't recognize what, what you are but you're a woman and that's all it takes for them and they're just like she kind of looks up at you and she just nods her head and she speaks in this weird language you don't understand she's yeah I got nothing hmm see she's got a hammer she's got a hammer a big old sledgehammer and she's bangs it against a plate mail that she's got she looks back up at Medusa alright you got the book but she is an empath she is a mystic and she has an idea of what you guys are trying to do. She's picking up on the vibe you're throwing out there. So, Medusa smiles as she casually runs her hand through her snaky hair. Have you met my child, sisters? Are you familiar with Garion, who was the strongest in the land before I went to sleep? I ensured that he would also rest until I returned. 
Medusa looks out across the hall and raises her staff, pointing at the cocoon. Garyon, my child, it is time to awake. Feast your eyes again on this mortal world and bring your mother a worthy sacrifice. The blood-filled fountain begins to churn and bubble as the cocoon in its center starts to crack. A massive clawed hand erupts from its insides, bursting out with blood and gore. Some of that blood splashes on one of the petrified statues near to it, dripping down the statue's face. Again, one of the ones in the second row. The statue then suddenly blinks as the pale white stone warms to a soft pink. Where there was once a statue, now stands the unpetrified form of a dwarf. Right, next line is a dwarf, right? Yep. Raising its arms to the sky with a loud huzzah as the dwarf comes back to life. So, almost immediately, these three go, oh shit. This one especially, she goes, uh, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. You will in your turn. So, this, this dwarf will say, it's, I don't care, this dude right here. Comes back to life. Some blood gets on him. The huzzah is cut short as the monstrous hand from inside the cocoon reaches out, grabbing the dwarf. A huge tentacled head rises from the cocoon, dripping blood. Cocking its head side to side, the giant monster looks at the dwarf as it squirms in its grasp. Without warning, the face tentacles spread wide, revealing a huge circular mouth full of sword-length teeth as the giant bites down on the dwarf, cutting it in half. The scream only lasts a second before the creature slowly turns to look at you and your group. And now I get to brag because I printed it and Ricky painted it. Wow, that's no. awesome. Hey. That's so funny. You were like, no, that's not. That's not what we're fighting. We're not fighting anything. That's epic. It doesn't even, does it fit? Barely. I haven't heard that in a long time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I when I printed so this is a print from Artisan Guild this one and that one is both and this is the size that it came in forgetting that it was like a special thing a special event where they made them bigger than normal so I forgot and I had already printed it all when I started putting it together so I was like well I'm not going to reprint it so this thing is huge this thing is a giant whereas normally Giants would fill a three by three square. He looks like he's filling like a four by four square. So he is colossal, but he's not. He's a giant. So he's actually three by three square. So like this square right here, he'd fit in normally, but he fits in this extra square. So yeah. So this thing appears before you, and Medusa very casually looks to her left and looks at you, and just smiles and disappears. Motherfucker. <laughs> See? That's that. And my tree is all better. My and my tree is like, what the hell is this thing that just came out of the cocoon, splashed no. me with blood, and just ate this poor dwarf? Yep. Which this dwarf is dead now. My tree is not supporting Medusa in her cause anymore. Alright. So, top of the round. So. Did she just blink out of existence, or did she go back through the portal? No. She, she just, just blinked she out just, of existence for a second. She's so, invisible. Be give me, Give me an arcana check. Did it look like she did any, did any spell casting before she disappeared? Yes. Okay. Ew. Arcana 22. Yeah, she's cast Misty Step. Yeah. So she's got to be within 30 feet of somewhere. Okay. 
You recognize the words from Misty Step. Like she just, she said, Vamos. And she disappeared. Vamos. And hypothetically, this portal is not big enough to shove this giant. No. Which might explain why she didn't just take it with him. Take him, take him with her. And he still got the remains of the dwarf in his hand, in his hand and hanging out of his mouth. Yep. So, all right. So, top of the round, that was her doing all that. So, Maeve, you're up. Right on. Um, all right, he eats things. I'm going to punch him. <laughs> punch him right in the hoo-ha. Punch in the hoo-ha. Right mm-hmm. in the right in the taint. All right. Yep. <laughs> I'm not short enough to get right, right in there. Right in the taint. Right in the taint. So, that's uh, Thunder Gauntlets. I got okay. two of those punches. Okay. Can I roll on both together? Sure, it's fine. Cool. So you're going to hit him twice in a row. Yeah, I'm going to hit him twice in a row. Punch, punch. And 16 plus 8 is 24. Right. And a 6 plus 8 is 14. So the first one hits. Okay. So you... And he's right next to you. So, totally oblivious as he pops out of this cocoon. As you punch him right in the leg. And your first hit hits his fleshy leg muscle. Yep. And you see his old leg kind of... Ten, ten points of damage, thunder damage, and he has disadvantage on attacks until my next turn. So ten points of thunder damage? Thunder damage. Is there any bludgeoning at all? Mm, it says thunder. Okay. Thunder damage type. Yep. And he has disadvantage on his next attack? Disadvantage on his next attack. All right. So I will put that on, on him. Don't forget. On attacks. On his next attack. On attacks. Versus oh, very nice. On all of his attacks until my next turn. Very nice. Let me get my card thingy and put a disadvantage thing on him. Let's see if we find it. He's like, oh, my hamstring. <laughs> yeah. What the heck was that? Ah, I pulled something. All right. Well, I don't have a disadvantage thing, so I'm just going to use one of these thingies on his giant tentacled head. This will remind me that he is disadvantaged. Oh, he's cute. Oh, it's like a halo. <laughs> it's like a halo. All right. So I was Maeve. So you punch him right in the leg, and he kind of stands up suddenly, and looks down, like you're almost almost hard for him to see. Like he looks down, and his tentacle things start wavering, and he starts slowly turning your way. All right, my tree. Yeah, I'm gonna bless everybody. Hachu. All right. So everybody or three people. Everybody. Yeah. That's what I meant. Okay, that's what I'm asking you. Everybody or all four of you? All four of us. So you can only bless three people unless you're going to up it. Yeah, it's going to up it. Okay, chalk off a spell slot. You you kept your spell slots from last time, right? Yep, everybody, you're blessed. All right, so I'm going to put my blessed things on here somehow. From I'm going to put them right here. So everybody is blessed. So you know what that means, right? What? Did you give me your blessing? I have not, sorry. But he understands comment. Blessed. Default. Blessed. Yeah, we don't have to keep Blessed. Well, yeah, kind of. Well, she's 30 feet. And boss is. Oh, and can I move? She's somewhere within 30 feet. So he is. He is right next to you. So what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? You want to move? Where do you want to move? Well, you just did an action. Never mind. 
So you can back up if you want, but he might, as he's turning to punch the poor little maid, he might see you running away and go, hmm, more snacky. Okay, and get to attack you for free. I'm just going to stand like a statue. Yeah, it's like, it's like Jurassic Park. He's in T-Rex. Yep. Still see Don't move. We're a statue, too. All right. We're a statue. Yep. I've got costumes. I can turn us into statues. Well, you can just look for wherever Medusa went and go look her very deeply in the eyes and lovingly see what she does to you. All right, so Mitri, bless everybody. Good job. All right, Serena, what are you doing? You're up there on the on the thing with your sword out, and so Medusa went poof. Space does he take up? Technically, three squares. Hypothetically, if I cast shatter, mm -hmm. <laughs> like here, would mm -hmm. that hit him and her? Uh, if you wanted it to, a shatter or a ranged spell, or is that from where you're at? I have six I mean, she's okay. one of the. Um, followers, so she can go if she needs to. Yeah. Okay. You see her, like, freaking out. Like, oh my god, we never liked this dude, and he just ate a dwarf, and we never I liked this away. guy. <laughs> yeah, but the second we turn our swords on Medusa, she's gonna... Yeah, so she's, she's gonna, gonna follow. She's she's gonna follow well, there's no Medusa here right now, you just see this guy. But I know that Medusa's here! And I say that, I'm like, oh, she just disappeared, she's around here somewhere. She didn't go through the portal, she's invisible. So I'm just gonna... So what was that, 15-foot cube for Shatter? Um, 10. Okay, yeah, it, it would hit him. I mean, you could put it there if you want to hit them both, or you could put it right on him if you're not sure about the female dwarf. Or female. Right on. We need as much damage as possible. It's, it's spread out. I mean, it doesn't, like, divide the damage between them. It's just mm. one, so I can just hit them both. And... I need a constitution saving throw. All right, what did you see? That's all. Great question. Where do I find that? Top of your spell sheet. Top right hand corner. 14. And I have a spell attack bonus of plus six. I don't, I don't know. That. that means when you you just spell that has you have to roll to hit somebody, you get a plus six to attack. Ooh, mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Alright. <laughs> so, <laughs> so your DC is 14? Yes. That's too bad. Um, so you lay down your shatter right there, and you're also going to include the halfling, so I'm going to roll for her as well. Um, if they succeed, they still take half damage. Yep, so how much damage did you roll? 22. Right. Yeah. So. And a creature or non-magical object also takes damage and has a disadvantage on saving throw. Yep. Hey, not a creature. It's a, cre a creature made of inorganic material. Yeah, inorganic so material. Yeah. So anybody else that might have been in that was petrified around him would be turning and that would be hurt. So disadvantage. So you you do your little. I'm not sure how you catch your spells since you're a bard. You're using yeah. You're just going. <laughs> okay. That's what it is. It's a loud, high pitched sound. So you just, you make this weird fishy kind of like dolphin. Yep, pretty much. That's exactly what it sounds like. And that's going to blow your eardrums, everybody out there. Oh, that's awesome. um, so you do that, and it and it cringes, and the halfling goes, ah! Um, all right. It's okay. She messed with you, doing. <laughs> okay, but so has the... He's fully emerged from the cocoon? Mm -hmm. There's nothing left of it? He just destroyed the fountain that he was sitting in, too. Okay. I mean, it's it's gone. Everything's gone. You should have let me shatter him. And everybody was like, no, You should have shattered him and released him early. That would have been perfect. 
All right, so it is now its turn. <laughs> so the monsters are going to go all at once. So the monsters are going to be these other people too. So this dude, yeah, you're last. I get to go before you. So this dude is like, yep, yeah, uh, screw this. And he's going <laughs> to yes, come over here. Um, she is going to sneak by and use her action to disengage and sneak and hide over there. And he is going to go, yep. And you see him go this way and he stops at this door and goes, uh, nope. And he keeps running this way. And he kind of stands back here. He doesn't flee. They're not fleeing. They're familiar with Garyon. But um, at the same time, they just don't like being this close to him. So, Garyon, let's see here. Um, Maeve is the only one that really hit him. So he's going to turn, and he's going to he's gonna look at you. Come on, Gary, let's go. And bring <laughs> the pain. So... <laughs> All right, so he's going to try to claw you first. Oh, bring right? it, Gary. He has disadvantage. He does. He does. I got two dice. <laughs> so he reaches down. Oh, is this a one or a 20? A one. A one. It's a 20. It's, it's a, a one. one. No, because the one is right here. No, no, it was a one. This is the 20. But you have disadvantage. <laughs> yes. That's true. So it means it's the opposite. All right. So I rolled a 20 and a 15. So which armor class? 19. All right, so the plus, the plus what I have okay. is, is going to hit you. Cool. So he reaches down, and he swipes you, and as he swipes you, like, tentacles emerge from his hand, from the back of his hand. So he hits you with the claws, and the tentacles come behind it and wrap around you and grapple you. So you take... She didn't consent to that. I did not right? consent. <laughs> so you take... Oh, that's not bad. Seven... 12 points of damage, 12 well, points of slashing damage. Okay. Alright. And you are grappled. Mm. Now that you are grappled, I mean, I like it. he takes you. Let me get my grappled indicator. Don't give him consent. No. Use so this I'm going to put on your figure itself to show that you're grappled. Uh, if I can. Eh, I'll remember. So you're grappled, and he does what he did with a dwarf. He brings you up. He still has disadvantage, all right? Oh, my God. Hey. But if he hits, it's going to hurt. So, Let's go, Gary. My tree's freaking uh, out. I'm a spicy dish. No, so Maeve, your armor class, I can just start using that thing. 19. Put your hand out. Don't yeah. close right. his mouth. He, you put your arm up like this, and sure enough, he puts you in his mouth, and you're trying to, nah, nah, and you're punching and trying to get it. And it's these huge, it's just like this. It's like an octopus. And you go right in the middle, and he just comes down and crunches right down on top of you. And he hits you. Oh. And, and it hurts. 19? Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. I rolled a 14 and another 20. My trace So, um, I need some more dice. Because this, this tickles. Die. I'm gonna go down. This tickles yeah. a little bit. I got your back. Yeah. Maybe I got you. Yeah, I'm gonna die. Now I'm gonna heal you. Take him right in the balls. Twenty-one points of yep, piercing I'm damage. Down. You're dead. I'm, yeah, I'm down. I'm unconscious. No. <laughs> All right. So you put your arm up like this, and you feel these long, like short sword-length knives of teeth digging into your body. And instinctively, you're just like, and the tongue is lapping against your body and your face. And you're just like, ah! And it hurts so much, it pierces your body that the pain is unbearable as you, you go limp in his body. 
And you guys see him chewing on Maeve. I am a spicy one. Alessandra? Does he have a soft spot somewhere? I'll give you indigestion, you I think that I think that giant <laughs> that stomach he's got in his in his mouth, or in his, in his front. Is the soft spot. He looks soft all over. He looks really squishy, honestly. Okay. I'm crunchy. So I'm making sure, because I had the book, right? So I'm making sure that Click Clack, right? Click Clack, yeah. Yeah, Click Clack actually is holding the book. Because okay. it's about to go down. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. No. So, of course, I'm... All right, so you pull out one sword. Right. Ching. And I have, a, I have a short sword that gave me... It's, a, it's a, one of the short swords that I found, so it gets plus one. All right, which short sword is it? It's one Because you have the one that Ricky found. Yes, that's the one. But there's also the other one from Click from Shimshine thing. Right? There was, I only had one, and I'm not sure which one it was. The plus one? Yeah, it was one that had, gave me plus one. Yeah, that was the one I gave you from the Shimshine thing. Yeah. You yep. said that it had other powers other than just plus one, though, right? So, is that correct? No, it's, yeah, it's just a short sword. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you said it had a Because I already had a short sword, but it wasn't a plus one. It was just a regular short sword. Yep. So I'm going to use that. Okay. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to light this sucker on fire because I want to do as much damage as possible. All right. So I think that's a bonus action, right? Yeah. To go ahead and light that on fire. No, it is a bonus action. Bonus action. All right. So you take out your short sword. You cut it across your hand, so you deal D4 damage to yourself. D4, just a big pyramid looking one, yep. Four. Okay, so you deal four damage to yourself, but now your your sword lights a flame. Give me an insight check. You take out the short sword, and you just feel this weird, crazy energy just, just get, start pumping into your body. And you've got the short sword, and you're just like, without even telling your body to do it, you just go, Aah! and you freak out. <laughs> you are blessed, so go ahead and roll to attack. You have a D four. That's it's, you're blessed. Don't use this thing anymore. That thing's broke. Um, and and so is it plus 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 six is plus three thirteen and yeah thirteen. Okay. All right. So thirteen. So you are you're wailing like crazy. You have two swords, right? Yes. You have a short sword and a long sword? All right, so you pull out the short sword. You don't want to pull out the long sword. You're like, mm, and you just look at it, and you, and you you just want to stab everything with it. 
and you start going to town, trying to hit this thing, and you're so there's so much bloodlust going on in your mind right now that you're swinging really wild. So you miss your first attack, right? You have two attacks, though, right? Or no? Uh, yes, I do. I have two. All right. All right. So go ahead and roll again. You are blessed. Bless you. I think you have a plus six to attack or something, right? Yeah, so... Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. All right. Plus three. So, nineteen. Yeah, nineteen. Nineteen. All right. So, for a second, you thought you weren't going to hit him again. But then at the last second, you're like, ah! You see Maves. So, you do have this crazy bloodlust thing going on in your head. But at the same time, you see him crunching on Maeve. And you're like, no! And the only thing that's keeping her from getting severed in twain is her arm right now. The bottom of her arm is now laying limp against her body, and it's like it's biting into her arm. It's getting digging deep into her hip, um, and you're freaking out too. Like, oh my god, I can't believe it. So, all right, so you hit him. So roll your damage. You get to add and what an extra D4 damage for fire, right? So D6 plus a D4. D6 for the short sword, the square dice. Plus a D4 for your fire, and then plus whatever other damage you have. It'll say like plus something to damage. So you swipe into him and you got his attention. Like you did a good amount of damage. You sliced open a little bit of his thigh and he, he starts spinning. He he stops chewing on Maeve just long enough to, to turn his attention on you. And hmm. Give me an intimidation check with advantage. Ooh. Take it. Yeah, right. Come on, Gary. <laughs> Come on, Gary. Let's go, Gary. Gary's gonna die. Come on, Gary. Okay, so he, he pauses long enough, he stops chewing on Maeve just long enough to kind of look down at you, and like you see his tentacles kind of, and he just, he's like, yeah. <laughs> like he's side-loading a carrot. <laughs> I didn't intimidate him at all. She's a redhead, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, no, she's got lavender hair. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. That um, sucks. <laughs> all right, so Maitri, you look up, and there is... Oh, wait. Yeah, no. Who just went? Alessandra, right? Yeah, and then you okay. went. So, boss. So now it's back up to the top of the order. No, so, can go. No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Um, so, boss is the Medusa. So, uh, I don't think anybody can see her right now. Nope, nobody can see her, so I'm not going to worry about her right now. All right, Maeve. That's saving throw? Go ahead and roll. <laughs> But only you can see it, and we don't tell anybody about what you're All getting. Right. So me and you are the only ones that look at it. So then roll. All right. So that is. So keep track of it somehow. Yep. Oh, right here. Okay. All we know is that you're hurting. All right. My tree. 
Um, I'm still holding that sword from this room, that room, with the um, muck, right? I don't know. You, you the, picked it up, and yeah, you were, you were putting sword. it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, but it would, had something about it, right? We just knew that it wasn't affected by the muck. So I can't get to her to heal her, right? Right. Um, I mean, he's she's in his mouth. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I mean, can't. no touching spells, no. No. Um, <laughs> put her down! <laughs> I'm, the sword. I'm, no, I'm gonna stab him right in the taint. Alright, so you're gonna use a new sword you got? That new sword, yeah. Okay, you haven't attuned to it, so there's no you, you don't get to use its abilities because you haven't attuned to it. How do I? Oh, I don't know. Toll of the dead. It just automatically attuned to me. No, thanks. So. I got it out of the muck. <laughs> I felt. Remember, so. I felt some kind of weird way. Cause no, you got to do something with it because you have a short sword and a quarter staff. It's not like you're just walking around like Gandalf with a sword and a staff in your hand, going, "Hey, look at what I got." So I was I'm pretty sure somebody put it in a bag of holding or something. Oh, but I was in that room when I came out when Medusa mm-hmm. was. Like, okay. I was so just... you have them both in your hand. So you're doing a Gandalf. Yeah. You shall not pass! Copyrighted! I really want to like hurt him. Alright, well you've got a staff in one hand and a sword in the other. So I mean, what do you want to do? Right up the the stuff. Right up the not taint. I'm mad he's going to drop her. Okay, so are you proficient with short swords? It's a simple weapon. I have a mace. So yeah, I'm, pro- I'm pretty sure you're probably proficient with short swords. Bring me back, I can put something right in his uh, mouth. Simple right? weapons. Yeah. Alright. So you are proficient with it. So what weapon do you have normally? A mace? mace. So just use the stats for your mace. But add a plus one and you're blessed yourself too, right? Yeah. It's a hit, right? Yep. So you take a short sword and you're trying to aim right for his taint and his butt puckers <laughs> and catches the blade in between his cheeks. You're just so and close. Just you're like, you want to sacrifice hit dice to push through? Yeah. Okay. Sacrifice one hit dice. So see in the middle of your sheet, it says hit dice. Yep. You guys can use hit dice to give yourselves pluses to attack or your saves or your DCs, but it's like using your life force to do it. Yep. So, and if you ever think, man, I'm so close to hitting somebody, you can roll an insight check. Like, you're one away okay. from hitting him. Yeah, no, I'm gonna... So, you push through, his butt his butt cheeks clench together with the sword, you're like, no! You keep pushing, and it's, you see him looking back like, oh! <laughs> ah! He's gonna drop And you're like, no! And then you smack him on the side of the leg with a quarterstaff, which makes him loosen up just enough! <laughs> and you go... <laughs> and you hear that. It sounds like... And now the sword is stuck. You're like, ah! I'm twisting it. I mean, because she went to try to go forward or back. So should I roll the damage? Just start ripping that in. Yep. Roll the damage. I'm I'm ready. I am so upset what he's doing to me. You shouldn't have have drank the Kool-Aid. I I didn't. I spit it out. Okay. Five plus one. So five. Five and plus one. So, does he drop her? Oh yeah, he drops her. He doesn't like the sword in his bum. Okay, good. So, and he's not disadvantaged anymore, right? Because your turn has passed. That's correct. So no halo. 
No halo. And now, do I get the sword back, or is it stuck up there? No, you pull it out. It's it's a little stinky <laughs> and nasty looking just, now, but you know, just swipe it off. You definitely got his attention, so he's turning on you now. Um, so that was my tree, Maeve's limp body. Uh, he kind of tosses it down at you, my tree. And she's prone right here. As he's trying to like get you get that sword out of his rear. Alright, so that was my tree. Serena, yeah, you see all this going give on. Me another constitution saving throw. What are you doing? Same thing? <laughs> I'm shattering him again. Okay. But this time I want to use it like I'll use it like right here, just in case she's like on the stairwell. Where was she? Fucking uh, yeah, she was way. up on the stairwell. Okay. Alright, your DC is 14. Mm -hmm. I gotta put that up there. That's what I need to add as a line for DCs. For DCs, that's a good idea. Um, Alright, roll your, your damage. 26. Alright, so you make that, that loud of sound again that you're not gonna make right now. Don't do it. <laughs> Gonna pierce her eardrums. Um, yeah, it's, it's a muffled version of it. Um, and he he, he kind of goes like this as he looks behind him just for a brief second. And then he's kind of like torn between you and the short sword that was in his butt. And he's like, uh, I don't like a short sword in my butt, so I want to focus on her. All right? So, my tree. I'm going to try to claw you. He does not have disadvantage anymore. Your armor class is 17. My tree. Mm -hmm. That was so weird. It spun up and landed on one of my other dice. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Same thing. He comes out at you and swipes at you. Catches you. Grapples you. You are now grappled. You're going to take this much damage. You need to take six, seven, eight, thirteen points of damage, and you are grappled. Can't let the cleric go down. I have your words. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so we can't let the cleric go down. You keep shattering stuff. Listen, All right. I want to get him weak enough to sleep. So. I'm close. My tree, you are grappled now. And he's the same thing now. He grabs you up and he starts bringing you up to his mouth. No. <laughs> All right. She didn't adjust her hit points after she left. How do you know that? Because I just asked him. I forgot. How do you know you didn't know? Because I didn't. I'm pretty sure you did if we reprinted it. We didn't reprint it for when we got old. I don't know. I don't keep track of your character sheet. Five, right? Five. Okay, we did. I don't know. That's what I thought. I just made it. Pretty sure he did. So, anywho, so he brings you up to bite you, yep. and all these tentacles are flailing around in your face, Maitri, and you're like, no! And you start whacking at him with your staff and your sword, and he's, he's trying to get you into his mouth, but you're whacking at him, and it hurts. So he pulls you away, and he looks at you like, why are you fighting me? <laughs> like, he's like, ah, <laughs> ah, and you're like, no! <laughs> no! And he, does, he does not get you in his mouth. Alright, Alessandra! Do I still have bloodlust right now? Yeah, you're acting crazy. You're not exactly sure what it is. 
And don't forget your like you have your maledictions and all your other weird stuff that you can do. I'm not sure what Blood Hunters. Blood Hunters is the least understood class that I am aware of, for me. But I know you have your curses and your maledictions. I think you can target somebody and do more damage to them if they're a monster or something. Or you're an undead slayer, I think, right? No, I'm not undead. I am a ghost slayer. Yeah, ghost slayer is an undead slayer. So you do more damage to undead. He's not undead. So, um, I am, I'm gonna do... So you can use your free action to pull out another weapon if you want to pull out your longsword. Yeah, I think I was, yeah, I was gonna say, I think I'm gonna... You look at your longsword with disgust as you pull it out, though, like you don't even want to use it, which is really weird. So you keep your short sword in your main hand, and your long sword is in your off hand, and you're like, you're off balance, you're like, but you don't want to change hands for some reason. It's not like, put the short sword in my left hand, draw my long sword, you do the opposite. It's really awkward. You keep the short sword in this hand, and you awkwardly pull out your long sword with the left hand. You and you refuse to change hands. <laughs> yeah, something's not right. Okay, um... I'm going to do a, a blood malady curse. Okay. On this thing. He has blood. You said he was, mm -hmm. right? He is bloody and he's covered in it. And I'm, I get two actions, so I'm going to do that and I'm also just going to. So you get. Well, you have one action, but when you use your action to attack, you get right. two attacks. Right. So that's an action to do the blood curse? Yes. Or is it a bonus action? Okay, that's what I thought. So, so with a bonus act as a bonus action, you curse him. What does that do now? The target is the, the damage is doubled. Okay, against the target. All right. So, because you used your bonus action to curse him, you don't get to attack with your longsword in your offhand. Okay. Okay. But you still get to use your action to attack twice with your short sword. Right. Okay. okay. So go ahead and roll to attack. You get a D4 because you're blessed. So roll them together. You got all those other dice behind you too, so you know. And that black bag, right? Oh yeah, I forgot about those guys. Yeah. <laughs> say, you got some extra dice out here. Twenty. Alright. So again, you just twenty-three. Okay, so you flail into him and you cut deep. So go ahead and roll your damage. You get to add, it's a d6 and a d4, because your your sword is on fire, and now it's doubled. So roll your damage and double it. That is going to be 18. Nice. She needs to go down, y'all. Alright, so that's your first attack. So go ahead and attack again with a d4 added. Did you add 14. your bonus to attack yeah. from your swords? No, no, no. So the dice is 14. 20. So the dice total is 14, and then plus 6. Yeah. So 20. All right. So, all right, yep. You slash one side, cut open his leg, bring it right back around, and slice right back in with a roar. Like, you are just loving this. Like, and you can feel the sword is loving the fact that you're cutting into this dude. All right, so you hit him again. So go ahead and roll your damage. D6 and a D4, doubled. 
All right. So he's got my tree in his hand right now. So go ahead and give me an intimidation check with advantage. Flings my tree. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Let's see what direction he flings her. One, two, three, four, five. So towards you, Serena. Catch her. Yeah. Catch her, she's falling. Alright, she just chucked you up to the stairs. Or he just chucked you up to the stairs because Alessandra. Because Alessandra just stabbed into him and cut his leg right open. So he chucks Maitri at Serena. And Serena, you're just barely able to... In fact, give me a dexterity saving throw. She's right there. She's fine. your voice gets high. Because I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Ten? Ten. Right. I rolled a five. It's fine. Okay. So you, she lands. You kind of dodge out of the way, and she lands prone next to you. I just now she's definitely it's got definitely has got its eyes on Alessandra. All right. So next round. So we were actually in round four. And roll that next last time, and boss time. So you see Medusa kind of come around the corner right here, and she looks angry. And she sees the blood that she knows is not her child's Geryon's because it's a purplish kind of oozing blood when you guys are cutting into it. And she just kind of looks, and she looks up at you, and she looks up at you prone, and she's, she kind of peeks around the corner, and she sees Maeve's limp body, and she looks over at Alessandra. She's like, I'm confident Geryon can take care of the rest of you, Scrabble. And you see her spirit again. We'll see. Door. We'll see. All right, Maeve. <laughs> Roll again, Maeve. All right. Okay. Um, Alessandra. No. Oh yeah. Give me a perception check with disadvantage. Because you are angry. Angry. You are in the zone. You are not. Out of zone. So disadvantage. We'll take the lower of the two. And that's actually your 12-sided dice you're rolling. Mm -hmm. yep. Is it? Mm -hmm. I didn't even see that. Sorry. They all look the same. If you want, between now and the next Don't turn, you might class. want to get your other dice out. Yeah, because these are not doing well. They're awesome dice, but they're huge yeah. and they're hard to read. All right, you said disadvantage? Yep. Ten. Okay. Good. So, all right, so that was Maeve. All right, Maitre, you're prone on the top of the, the um, Am stairs. Am I close to her? No. No, she's probably 20 feet away. You're right here. So if I were to do channel divinity, would she be within range? Uh-huh. Doesn't tell me the range. Is there a play? 30 feet. Yeah, I think you're within 30 feet. feet. Um, so up to half our maximum hit points. Okay. It's an action I can heal any creature within 30 feet of me. 
I divide the number of hypnotic points among all the creatures I see fit. So I'm going to try to heal both of Alright, so what's your maximum hit points? 33. So you get healed 16, 16. hit points. And I'm going to heal. Okay, how many can you heal max? Five times your level? I think, right? 25 hit points. Yep, so five times your level. So that was 16 to her, so you have nine left. Okay. That you can give to anybody else you want. So you're giving to yourself, mm -hmm. right? So you heal yourself, nine hit points. And you're a life cleric, right? Don't people get extra healing when you heal them? I know it's hard to talk with your mouth full. Yeah, right. Not that kind of deal. But it's not indeed. a spell level. It's like... Okay. That's fine. Two plus spell level. Okay. So extra two. No, it's not a spell level. You're right. So I just thought that when you heal other people, you also heal yourself for free, I too. I do. That's a different part. Okay. okay, well, whatever you need. Okay. So just heal yourself nine hit points. Are you going to stay on the ground or are you going to stand up? I'm going to stand up and I'm going to move and drag her out of the room. <laughs> Alright, well your speed is 30. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. You can get to here with 25 feet, but you you can pick her up, but you've already cast a spell, so you're not going to be able to do anything else. You're not going to okay. be able to drag her away, but you can stand here next to her yeah. if you want. I mean, it's up to you. Oh, and I need a concentration check because you got bit and, and hit when you were getting attacked. So I need to see if you can keep your concentration up. Read what she said. <laughs> What'd you roll? 16. Okay. So you keep your concentration on your bless, and you were standing right next to Maeve, and Maeve, so when you guys go knock, <laughs> knocked unconscious, yep, you're actually out for one round. You're stunned. Yeah. Okay? Oh, okay. And your saving throws carry over into each round, each time that you, you get knocked unconscious. So thankfully, it doesn't apply to you. Because you had two saves. Oh, thank God. Well, let's say that she had two fails. Those two fails stay with her until she takes a long rest. Mm. So let's say she gets knocked out again, and she has another third failed saving throw. She's dead. You don't get three every time you get knocked unconscious. Like forever? You get three every day. Like, gotta roll a new character. No. Well, unless you take her body to somebody <laughs> and bring her back to life. But if you guys are out in the middle of nowhere on an island... And the closest you can get is to the ship that's going to take three days to get back to city and civilization. It's a lot of stinking, yeah. Her rotting body. I mean, there are spells to so preserve corpses and stuff. Yeah, yeah there are do. spells, but uh, for you guys where you're at right now, it might be difficult. Um, so you're stunned for one round. Okay, just to, so just in your next turn, you're just going to be stunned. But you're back. So you're... <gasps> and laying prone on the ground. Thank you, Maitri. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Thank you, Mom. All right. So, Maitri, that was your turn. All right, Serena. See, I was going to come heal you. <laughs> but now, no, now you can shoot him in Well, she still needs healing, but... I do, too. Now, and, and this is a homebrew thing that I made up, the fact that you're stunned for one round. Yeah. Now, if there's something else you can do to heal somebody to get them back into the game on their next turn, say healing them past half their maximum hit points, I would say that that's like an adrenaline boost for them being unconscious, and now they're, it's like smelling salts. Oh, I'm back in a fight. I'd rather just kill this thing and eliminate the threat. Okay, so I'm so, just going out there. So that's, I'm saying it's a homebrew three thing, so if there's something you guys go, well, this would be cool, 
to get Maeve back into the fight sooner, work with me. I mean, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll make something work. Well, you said uh, lore-wise, he's not very bright, right? So, Doesn't seem like it. Can you give me a wisdom saving throw for dissonant whispers, please? You said wisdom? Yeah, I never know if your giggle's a good thing or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so dissonant, what does dissonant whispers do? Um, on a failed save, the creature takes three six psychic damage and must immediately use its reaction to move as far as its speed allows away from you. Ooh. Okay, mm -hmm. so I'll do your damage. What's 23. 3d6? Yeah, Does it say add your spellcasting mod modifier, or is it just 3d6 damage? Okay, it's 17. Right, I was going to say, uh, for sure it's just the damage. So... Nice job. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> so, you see him just start racking his brain and starts like banging his head against his, or his hands against his own head, and... I want him to see steam. Him. If he's running towards the door, I want him to steamroll Medusa on her way out. <laughs> right? So you see him start flapping, but the ceiling is only up to about here. So he is literally filling up this room. And you see him start pushing through. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And yeah, you see him steamroll yeah. right over a bunch of these people. Right, and they get no dis they get no saving throws, so you just see them get crushed underfoot. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I need to change my character's alignment. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have Maybe. Risk good. <laughs> Maybe that's not bad. I mean, I mean you're, in evil you're in a thing. temple with a bunch of people that are yeah. worshiping a snake god. More Maybe. so the way I react to things. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. All right, but now it's his turn. So he comes to, and normally you guys would get an opportunity attack, but it was part of a spell that made him run, so you don't get to use your reactions to do that. So, so he, he kind of snaps out of it, and he looks around, excuse me, because obviously Dissonant Whispers is you, you are casting a spell, and yeah, and it messes with his head. So it's not something that he instinctively turns around and goes, it was you, I know it. So he's still kind of set on his eyes on you, like, oh, her sword must have done something to me. Not very bright. You're the closest target to him. Yeah, he's turning around. So his big ass turns around. And he starts coming back at you this way. And that tentacle just comes right down in your face. Alright. Um, your armor class is 15. Alright. So he swipes you, cuts right across your, your breastplate, whatever armor you have, and that tentacle comes right back around and grapples you as well. So you take... You take... You take 15 points of damage. And here you go. He's so mad at you, he's gripping you hard with that tentacle and bringing you up to his mouth to eat you. And your armor class is 17, right? No, 15. I mean, he needs to just stab him right through 15. 15? Oh, okay. He bites you. <sighs> That's a spice of meatball. Uh-huh. <laughs> he does not like you. I know. And that stupid sword. Bloodlust. Yeah. Oh, 
Celeste here. Is my yeah. sword still on fire? Yes. Stupid mm. sword. <laughs> Extra hot sauce. If he bites me, but I'm still going nuts, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like the sword's on fire. Like, I mean, you take 28 points of damage. Good lord. You still up? Am I alive? I don't know. No. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. No, I am. you're. No, I'm not. I'm just kidding. What you got left? Um, first D&D game I ever played, I fell on a short sword fighting some goblins and scarred my face. Remember that? Nope. Vaguely, I think. I forget. With... Tell me forget. Very young, yeah. Math. Before I had a scarred face. Still up? Barely. Alright, so that mouth, those knives for, for teeth, just sink right into your arm. And you got the sword, and yeah, right. You chuck. Well, you're missing a couple people too. Yeah, and we have eight points left. You're missing people yeah. for tonight too. So there's nothing to like tweak that. I mean, it's been tweaked. Real, like I only have eight hit points. Uh, it's been tweaked. No worries, dear. All right, so but now it's your turn. So you are grappled by him, but that does not affect your attacks. Okay. So the tentacles like around your waist. So you have both arms. You're like ah. And again, you're like, you, you almost want to drop the longsword. You're so disgusted with it for some reason. If anything, you're front and center. You should stab him in the eye. Right. Right. I'm still, he's, I'm still yeah, still he's, he's chewing on you right now, so you're close to his face. Yeah, I'm still swinging. I'm, I'm definitely going to be... Uh, All right. Go ahead. You're still blessed. So roll to attack. Add a d4. You feel Okay. Six and three is nine. Nine plus seven. Sixteen. Six, there we go. Sixteen. Okay. So you're swinging and swinging and, and you tang, but you clack against one of his teeth. And the teeth, it doesn't do nothing. It just kind of chips a little bit. All right. You got a second attack, though. And you can attack with your longsword. So do you want to attack with your longsword as a bonus action? Yes. All right. You have disadvantage. So roll 2d20, but add the d4 because you're still blessed. The longsword disgusts you. You don't even want to use it. Oh no. You get a cursed okay. weapon, girl. Okay. Disadvantage, though, right? Mm -hmm. Take a lower the two, add the d4. Okay. Whoa. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's cool. Nat <laughs> 20, add a 19. Ooh. Wait, 19, 20, plus, yeah, 29. All right, so oh your longsword is not on fire. So go ahead and roll your damage for your longsword. Does your curse only affect, like, all damage is doubled that you do, or only weapons that are, like, on fire that you have your the blood right, curse? The fire one. Okay, so just roll a normal d8 for your damage for your longsword. Nope, that's a d12. Wait, this one, right? Nope, d8 is the double pyramid one. This one, sorry. Oh, good. And then this one. Nope, just a d8 right now. By just added, just, just the longsword by itself. Oh. This is not a good throw. Can I do it again? No. <laughs> you can roll attack again with your short sword in a second. So this is a longsword in your offhand. So think about you trying to sword fight with it's your... It's a one. It's a one? All right. So now, roll again with your short sword. Plus your D4 because you're blessed. So this is your main hand. This is the one that you really want to attack people with. 
Like you love hit, attack, hack, hitting people with this thing. Okay, so you come back around, you stab him in the roof of his mouth with a long sword. Doesn't it just does a little pick of damage, but you're like, ooh, it's soft right there. So you take the short sword now that's on fire and go ah, and stab it right in the roof of his mouth. So go ahead and roll your d6 plus d4 doubled because you have your curse on him. Eighteen plus. 23. 23 damage. I know, I know. <laughs> so much. <laughs> so you sink your short sword into the roof of his nice. mouth, and you see him start to go... And you guys see him kind of totter, teetering a little bit. It's he is, he is doing this number. Like, he's let go of you now. Like, he's not actually grappling you anymore to hold it's on to you. me holding on to my sword. Yeah, you're in his mouth. Like... Hold on to your sword, like ah, like you want to keep pushing right now. Into his brain. So you're not grappled anymore, but you are technically in his mouth. But he's let go. He lets go of you because he's trying to use his hands to balance himself. Like he's going. Argh. All right. So that's Alessandro. Top of the round. You guys don't see nothing happen. Maeve, this is the round that you are stunned. Okay. Right. So you said. Okay. Still so stunned. Well, last turn she didn't get. The, she was so unconscious. Because Maitri comes after Maeve, so you brought her back after her turn. So technically, no. Um, if you can articulate something, you can hold, you know, holdingly the speak. Thing, the only thing I can see is that I have the fully charged feet. Okay. Uh, which makes a physical skill check with advantage. I mean, would you let me roll to see if I can shake this off? Push it off. Um. Give me a constitution, constitution. saving throw. Right. Constitution saving save. There, okay, plus four. Oh, 19 plus four. That's pretty nice. Four. All right. Woo, so you guys, scary. you bring her back. You're standing over her like, oh, you're okay. You see her as you cast her spell. Her wounds slowly start to stitch. And the pool of blood that was underneath her slowly stops dripping as much. And you see it slowly starting to come together. And, and she she kind of comes back to you and she's like, what? Oh my God, what happened? And you look down at your arm and there's these huge holes in your arm ah. from the bite marks. And you look and you're in like... my flesh oh. arm or my golem arm? your golem arm. What? Left arm? Left right arm? My left arm. Right, left arm? arm. So you're looking at it because that's what kept you from getting cut in half. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're looking at it and your arm is sparking a little bit and you go... And you stop and you focus on it and you start looking at it and you start clenching your fists and your fingers before were going like this. Mm-hmm. And as you start to focus on it, you clench your fists and you regain control of your fingers. And as you look and you're watching, because technically healing magic doesn't affect metal things. You're not supposed to be able to heal golems. So if you had a robot in your party, your cure wounds doesn't work on constructs. So she's part construct. So you healed and knitted back together the flesh of her body, but your arm is a different story. And you start looking at it, and you see the folds of your arm start to kind of peel and start to come back together and reconnect. It takes some effort, but you suddenly kind of look up at Maitri like angry. Like, oh, I'm pissed. <laughs> so you can take an action, but you can't use your arm. Okay. So if you got something else you can use that's not a punch, 
or something crazy like that, then you can okay. take an action. All right. And you get up as your arm is starting to heal, and you stand up to your full two foot height, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> my whole two foot height. <laughs> you don't even have knees or something. I look at her and I'm like, you want to borrow my ass sword? Oh, man. You want to borrow my taint tickler? <laughs> <laughs> it worked last time. It's a taint tickler Let's plus see. one. That's how I got you out of this mouth. Mm-hmm. And you see right Alessandra in this thing's mouth holding on for dear life as these knife things are trying to eat her and swallow her and she's inside this thing like Push and it's it it's going like this it's trying to get her out. You got it. You should melt All right, Torres would you let me cast a spell? What kind of spell? Um, a How are you doing, Mike? Mike? How are you doing? I'm, How are you feeling? I'm, I'm pretty hurt. But You're hurt? A, I'm okay. Don't worry about me. You sure? Yes, you do you. I'll, I'll be okay. Mike's on the floor. All right. And then you don't feel good. I'm standing. Oh, I'm pissed. I'm, I'm fine. But, I have bloodlust. But you don't feel good. We want to take right? it down. She's in her mouth, so you have no idea what's been going on. I have no on. idea. You can see Alessandra yeah. in this thing's mouth. All right. And her holding on for dear life. Cackling. With a shout, short, yeah, screaming like, Yeah! I mean, she is screaming like a banshee. She she's is. Holding on to its she's like, representing Kelsey right now. Oh, nice. Um. All right. Well, then I uh, see. I cast magic missile to my arm. Now that's the problem. Like, it might malfunction and hit the wrong person. Yeah, sure. Well, you should tell Torag to come melt to your arm. Right. Well, Torag's freaking out right now in no, her in her vest. Yeah, oh, Torag. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can cast through him actually. Um, can he reach, can he reach the bad guy? It's going to be 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. He can get Double. to here without dashing. If he dashes? So All 5, he has to 10, do 15, is 15, 20, touch 25. Him. Yeah. All he has to do is touch him. And if he touches him, I can cast through him. Okay. All right. Then I would like to cast. Let's cast. Will Shatter hurt her if she's in his mouth? Not if you aim low. Okay. If I aim so low. He's a, big dude. he's a big dude. Aim straight for his... His feet, his legs. Pelvic girdle. There you go. Right for the, the bloody taint. <laughs> That's already right for the taint. been hit for the, with the sword. All right, so I'll cast Shatter through Torag then. Okay. And what is your DC? Uh, my DC is 16. 3d8 okay. plus 1d8 per spell level. So if it's second level, then it's 4d8. Is that right? Yep. 4d8. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, 18. 18 points of damage for Shatter. Alright. World low, world high. So and Torag. Now Torag. Yes, through Torag. So Torag flies up. So you guys see Torag just fly from this freaking rift. And hit this thing right in the chest. Like, he goes like a torpedo. He goes... <laughs> and he flies. And as he hits this thing, it explodes. Not Torag. Not Torag, no. <laughs> the center torso of this giant. And he goes right through his belly and out the back. Nice. And you see this nice. ripple of energy come out from the mid from the midsection of, this, of Geryon. And you're inside this thing's mouth and you see these... Because you're right here, and it's got these sword, like, sword-like dagger-like teeth. And you see him 
start kind of going like this. They slow down and they relax a little bit. And you're like, you feel them starting oh, to teeter. No. <laughs> and you're like, oh no, you get out. You're okay. like, you jump just as soon as the knives that kind of come in like a spider dies when its yeah. legs come in. And you see this thing just fall down to the ground, crushes a couple more statues behind it, dead. Nice. Go, Torrey! Oh, you're leaving Ricky hanging. <laughs> So, <laughs> you know, I'm we, were, we were plotting over here. I know. We're All right. <laughs> so you see him fall down to the ground. Um, let's see here. Torek's covered in goo. Yep. And but he comes out the, the other side. He's like, <laughs> hands on <laughs> hips. Like, oh yeah. I just did that <laughs> through mom, but I did it. And Torek goes up a level. So, really quick, experience, so there's four of you, so at least you guys get more experience, right? Um, now I have to do math. So, 1,500 experience points each. 1,500. And I'm going to write that over here, so you guys should be thereabouts 15,500? How much? 1,500? Yep. Oh, I can't do all that. Where's the Bardic Inspiration dice? I keep forgetting it exists because I don't have my big dice. It would definitely help. Where are my... Where are they? Oh, yeah. Somebody stole one. Last time I saw them, they were with Alex. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, the big ones? Yeah. They're all these six-sided dice? Yeah. Tony stole one. No, I, I brought... No, I, I we were using them for Warhammer. We're using it for Warhammer, and I just brought them back down here. I don't know what I do with them. They're on here somewhere. All right. So, Garyon falls, and this <clears throat> resounds throughout the entire temple as this giant, massive body falls. And at first, you guys don't hear anything. Nothing happens. Let me let me let me calm the music down a little bit because it's not crazy. Okay, and we will resolve what happens after we come back from our break. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the Rise of the Atlanteans, the FNG group, and now back to the excitement. All right, and we are back. So, last turn was Maeve. Maeve was able to send Turag like a bullet through the middle of Garion's chest, uh, severing him in twain. Um, we're going to keep initiative, and we're going to keep going. So, Maitri, it's your turn. You're standing there. Uh, Garyon's big, huge, um, quivering. quivering body member is laying on the ground, still twitching. The, tent <coughs> the tentacles and everything. Um, you've got three of these other members who kind of start coming out of the woodworks now, and they're just kind of like, what the hell is going on? I said, don't even think about it. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of all this shit. Okay. Wow. You Let's know had it. Had it. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> killed my sister. Like, <clears throat> Both of them. Two of them. I know, but I've got this, like, attachment mm -hmm. to Maeve. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. We've been in this for a while. <laughs> wow, that's right. Don't worry. I they go that way she, back. Almost die. You had a hit and impaled in his brain. She almost died. She almost got snapped in half. But he did bite me. <laughs> did you get? A it was a love bite. bite. I love you too. As much as her. <laughs> She's getting sensitive. It's okay. I love you as much. <laughs> and just to say that Maeve, Alessandra, and Maitri have indulged in a little whiskey. Whoa. <laughs> They had a celebratory shot of whiskey to She's celebrate. Right, right in the middle of battle. Right in the middle of battle. They're like, yeah. Well, Serena. They found a bottle in the room with the mold. That's right. Yes. And that was extra potent. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's some strong stuff. Yes. All right. So. I think we should convince them that Medusa abandoned them. Okay. I'll roll my deception check now. All right. Well, so. So, my tree, you're done? No. No. I, <clears throat> I threatened the other people, and I'm going to heal. Okay. So. Go ahead and give me an intimidation check as well. Okay. I don't know how intimidating my tree With advantage. You did kill Geryon. Or you were one of the ones that killed the giant. Oh! This is not a good show. Four and five. Intimidation. Okay. Um, so you're so seven. injured... And the celebratory shot of whiskey is starting to get through your veins. So you guys don't That's interfere true. with the business. <laughs> That's right. We're, we're doing stuff. Let me Just heal myself. Let me heal myself. Stay and over stay there. over there. That's pretty much it. All right. Okay, but I'm going to heal myself. All right, go ahead and do your healing while we're carrying on. Serena? Carrying on. Yeah, no, I'm just going to, since I'm sober and been shattering things for the past an hour. Um, and I'm up on the pedestal, so now I'm Medusa, bitch. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be like, where's your god now? <laughs> Let's see how intimidating she is. Like, be like, your Medusa left you, your leader left you, all here to die at the hands She's of still us. Here. So oh, you either have yeah. two choices. You can either lay down any weapons that you have and come with us. We won't take you back to Shambhala because obviously we're not going to submit you to the uh, fucking male mystics I was like but we're also not going to take you to Laputa <laughs> because that's where the dagger is and you're probably going to try to steal it from Medusa that's a mouthful that was a mouthful so they all kind of look at each other well listen I rolled a, I rolled a 23 for deception mm-hmm. so they all kind of come out like these guys are all dead and squished under hand underfoot cowards too yeah. I'm just saying, we have to handle this business, and y'all over there hiding in rooms. So they, he didn't, he wasn't hiding, he just he stayed over here. You saw what we did to your person that you were so scared of. Tell him that. So they kind of come together, and they're just kind of like, the, the one halfling, the female, like the two other halflings are, are refer, deferring to her. In fact, they kind of come on either side of her. Try to I guess. Listen, the world has changed since you've been asleep. <clears throat> don't go to Shambhala, you'll be fine. But also, don't try to destroy Atlantis. Did she try to go there to get the dagger? So, no, they they look up at you, and the, the two halflings kind of stop, and they look both at her at the same time, and she's standing there with her hammers, and she's like, 
Well, who are you to tell us what to do? I'm not telling you to do anything. I don't know why I'm Scottish. You... I'm halfling. I'm actually Arabic. <laughs> so you better check that personality. Yeah. That that I tell him, I was like, I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm telling you that you should leave and live your life and see all the different ways that Atlantis has changed instead of pledging your allegiance to this person who just abandoned you here. Medusa did not abandon us. Well, she's definitely not visible right now, and we just killed her son, and you see her raising her fist to us? She shall return. She's scared. You know nothing. I know it. John Snow. <laughs> you know nothing. All, All right. I'm saying is, I don't know if you can swim up, uh, up river. Alright, are you moving or anything or doing anything, or are you staying there? No, I like my place of power. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Alessandra? What are you doing? You're kind of limping a little bit. Know, and you got your sword out. Smell. I still. just healed myself. Oh, damn. Right. Yes, I still have that sword out. And you refuse to put the swords away. Well, the long sword, you, you chucked that to the side. You, you could care less. You but you refuse to take the sword out of your hand. She's and you're constantly like going like this. Like, you're looking back at them. Like, bring it. I will stab you in the face with this bloody-ass purple sword. Actually how blood. Right she's now. my hype man. Every <laughs> she's like, Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna stab you in the throat. Keep playing with me. Yeah, <laughs> and your sword sword is still on fire so yeah. until you decide to dismiss it. Yes. So what do you want to do? Am I still looking for some bloodlust? Am I still kind of? No, you're prepared. I'm prepared. In case anybody Maybe decides. Just to... screams at them. I bet she's not do one thing after that. <laughs> I have a feeling I just talk so much shit. Medusa's gonna appear right behind me and just stab. Where is Medusa? <laughs> Mm-hmm. She's being shady. She's hiding. I'm gonna. She used Misty Step. She's being a ball sack. Who am I facing right now? Um, am I facing that chick? Well, that's right two there? rag right there, and there's these three that are right here. They're just standing there. They're kind of like right confused there. as to what they want to do. My tree, you're looking inside. Yeah, I'm just. I'm looking all over the place. You know my tree. Yeah. Okay. It's a bird. I think I'm just gonna stay on guard, just paying attention. Okay. I'm getting ready to like stab people in the throat because I'm really still angry at him alive, but yeah. Okay. All right, round five. Okay, nothing one. happens. Maeve? <clears throat> I'm going to walk over to Alessandra and put my hand on her shoulder and cast cure wounds. All right. And she kinda, like, she's on guard, yeah, so when you come it. up. So I'm like, sister. I'm, I'm going to say, I, know, I notice her being like that, and I just say, hey, sister. So you know that I'm be- behind you. She jumps. She still jumps yeah, when, you, when you come up. And she brings her sword out like she's getting ready to hit you with it. She's like... Let me make you feel better. You're like, just, just make it quick. Just a wee bit. Yeah. Just right, make it quick. Right. And then I go, and any of you fucks that mess with my death robot, <laughs> he'll fly through your ass too. <laughs> she's still pissed about her arm. That's right. Yeah, your arm is still healing. Meanwhile, it is still con... Your own personal healing spells will affect your arm, so if you mm-hmm. heal yourself, it'll help. Okay. It'll heal. I didn't heal myself. I want to heal you with cure wounds. So. Okay. So, let me All right. see what I have to roll. So if she heals me... Right there. So that five. black leather thing beneath your bag. Yeah. Let me that. That, that, you can use that for a cup if you want. Where's yeah. the other one? Thank you. Oh, that was a good one. Um, so 12. 12 points. 12 hit, hit points to you, Alexandra. Twelve hit points. Yep. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate you. I uh-huh. needed that. All right, Maitri, what are you doing? 
Me again? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I am. Um, everybody's healed up now? I think people are gradually healing. Yeah, no, I'm saying, 20 left. I never got hit. <laughs> I'm getting okay, okay, right now. Are you okay? You what are you asking? Five? Yeah, I got 16. Okay, so I am going to ready a spell in case Medusa pops out of somewhere. What do you spell? Uh -huh. Spell you're readying. If you don't cast it on your turn when you ready it, then you lose it. Unless it's a cantrip. I'm an ugly child of the dead. I knew it. I was waiting for the dead. Boom. Boom. Told the dead. I'm ready and told the dead. In case Medusa appears? Yes. So you're going to cast it on Medusa if you see her? Is that what you want to do? That's your ready to action? If Medusa pops her head back in, you're casting Told the Dead on her. So you're standing there, you're, you're like on guard, you're like, oh, she's going to pop up. So this halfling woman kind of looks at you all, she says, you are good fighters, you are all good fighters. Medusa has gone to consult the sages, she is still present here. She kind of smiles, she doesn't look at her watch, she doesn't look at her watch, and she goes, we shall see the abilities of her group. And she looks at her ally, she goes, one minute. One minute, we shall see the true abilities of whoever you are. I don't like your tone. <laughs> and she just, she just goes, she goes, I cannot wait to see the reaction. I cannot wait to see your face. And they kind of just, they stand off to the side, and they're just like. So, makes me want to hit her. Can we knock this thing down? She, I'm she, about to destroy this board. That's what I'm about to say. <laughs> I'm not sure if she's trying to bring more people through that. I know she said she had to use the, the dagger to do that, but... All right, so Mike, what, what are you doing? I <coughs> Okay. Serena? I'm going to shatter the portal. Okay. But then how do we get rid of her? Yeah, what if we send her back through it? Where's she going, though? I can, I can cast Levitate, and then we can Lightning Lure her. Levitate. Her ass back in there. And then we shatter it. And, and then we shatter it. I like that. You throw her back through, then shatter it. Okay, so that one minute threat kind of got to me. So I'm going to be like, listen. Yeah. Y'all have until I reach the other side out of here to decide if you're going to come with us or not. Or else we're out and we're going to seal y'all back in here. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. And you'll fair. die. Yeah. So I ready my rapier and right. I just yeah. tap my heels together. And I'm going to... Um, how many? Five, ten. Five, ten. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna kind of sidestep, so I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the way oh, like, what the hell's happening here? All right, so that was your bonus action, right? Yeah. You're dashing. Yeah, I could dash, but then that doesn't give them enough time to decide. Okay. I'm gonna be all the way across the room if I dash. All right. So I guess I'll just. Um, I will ready. I'll ready dissonant, dissonant, dissonant. Well, now mm -hmm. if nothing happens, and you lose Dissonant Whispers. That's fair. You can try I'm to ready. maintain concentration on it before casting it every round, but it's going to get harder and harder. No, I'll do... It's the homebrew thing I do. Already Vicious Mockery. Okay. On, if you see Medusa. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So that was Serena, Alessandra. Actually, no. Not if I see Medusa. If I see anything coming at us. In general. Okay. 
right? I wish I knew where where this where the boss was, like where she was, where Medusa is. I think with Misty stuff, she can be almost anywhere, right? I think it's thirty feet. Thirty feet from where she last was, which is up next to the the pedestal up there. Here, yeah. And then she reappeared. But she reappeared right next right to here, right. and then she disappeared again. again. So she could be close to each other right now. Like, we can talk mm -hmm. amongst each other, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna say, like, do you guys think that we should be... Uh, is our plan to actually eventually throw her back through and then destroy it? Or is our plan to actually fight her, kill her, and then figure out what we're doing after that? My only concern is that she's a telepath. She can probably read our every move. Mm -hmm. it, especially me. I'm losing my damn mind right now. Just, just blood lust that's a good thing because if all you have is blood lust that's all she can <coughs> sense okay true true but I threw away my long sword or did I throw it away or did I put it away you still have it in your hand you just really don't like it you just don't really want to use it what's wrong with my hand <laughs> sorry <laughs> the hell's wrong with my hand your short sword's cursed I wish we had bomb that'd be great just drop a bomb down the hole didn't, um, didn't my tree find a sword? Yeah, she. that's what she stepped mm -hmm. up the butt cheeks of. Okay, gotcha. Is that what it's a short sword. Oh, it's a short sword. Okay. And you don't want nothing to do with it. Okay. Nothing so, matters but the sword you have in your hand. You better not we're go with Shemshine on us. I was going to say, we're going to pry that out of your hands. <laughs> it's not going to be good. It's going to me right now. You start singing, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> nothing matters but the, the sword that's on fire. Right? Nothing matters but the sword's on fire. Can mm -hmm. I think clearly enough to, like... Mostly. <clears throat> We're like, just follow me. It's fine. Do you think I should move closer or further away? I think we should all start heading for the door. Okay. So I'm going to start walking towards the door. Okay. Um, just in case. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start heading towards the door. Okay. And seeing as, where are the other people at? They're over here, yeah. So These three are here. Right. She's here. She's there. Uh, that's yeah. her. And that's yeah. her. All right, so I'm going to start heading towards the door to make my move. Like, if they want to bring it, they can realize that I'm ready. You're bringing the pain. That's right. Like, I'm not, I'm not playing. I'm a little crazy right now. All right. <laughs> Round six. Right Maeve. <clears throat> Remember, each turn is only six seconds. Right. So she's tentatively saying that you guys have ten rounds before she could return. Seal her ass in here. Um, ten rounds before she did could we, return. Did she's we, still in here. Did we fully explore this place? Is there anything in here that else that could help us? I have the book. You have the book. We just need to leave. Yeah. Lock this place up. Return with an army with bombs. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You the bomb. We know where it's at now, at yeah. least. Unless it blinks out of existence soon as we seal it. Oh, you know what? I'm going to ask Torag, because Torag got a good look in most of these rooms. Mm -hmm. Right? Torag, is there anything else in here that you think that we should take another look at or that you think could help us in all of this? Mm. Except for I say... <laughs> <laughs> he replies that... You know, there's scary stuff in that first room. Yep. Doesn't know what's in there because he flew in and freaked out. 
came out. Nobody's been in there. The second room, it's got robots in it. Not sure exactly what else is in there. Um, all I saw was robots. Third room down here, you guys have pretty thoroughly searched. What? Mm -hmm. Can I see any of those robots from where I'm standing? Um, so with your light source that you have now, and the light sources from over here, it's illuminating just a little bit of the back side of that one. Do I recognize anything there that I think that I could work on? Very, very antique. They are pitted and rusted, uh -huh. <clears throat> and right. so are a lot of the parts that are on the tables. But you don't know what else is in the room. Right. So he says, yeah, there's robots in there. There's a bunch of spare parts in there. You know, obviously she found some silver hammer that was in there that wasn't rusted and pitted. Who knows what might be else? What else might be in there? I think this room was thoroughly searched by Maitri. Mm -hmm. You found a quarterstaff and a sword in there. And then this room, I think, was also pretty thoroughly looked at. Like, it was pretty empty. Like, there were, like, these torn-up pillows and incense yeah. and stuff in there, so... What if before we leave, since we've got a little time, I'm, I'm losing my mind already. So yeah. I was planning on coming in here and seeing what the hell's in here. Okay. So but why don't I go look at the robot room then? I'll I'll head towards the robot room and see if I can give it a little more thorough search to see if there's anything I recognize with my with my expertise in the area of robotics. Okay. And then Serena, give me an intelligence check. So don't worry about it. I'm giving you a bonus. You're good from what I see right now. And when Turag came up here and was flying around over here, mm -hmm. he originally was going to go down here. That's right. And he says, there's something down there. Not sure what. I didn't get to go chance to go. And you remember, oh yeah, Kelsey through a piton down there. I don't know. I don't know. We've got time to go check that out if she's coming back in one minute. Mm -hmm. Or whatever she's bringing with her is right. down there. Right. Well, maybe are... I can find something that can be made into a bomb in the robot room. Maybe, yeah. I, you probably need to keep these others in check. I mean, just continue doing my little intimidation Stealing it. Alright, so you're heading towards the robot yeah, room? I'm gonna go to the robot room. Because I'm a bard. Who's afraid of bards? <laughs> like, Alright, where are you going? You got five more feet, right? 30 feet? Uh, I'll go you're to the right. I'll go to the right. And check out that area first. <clears throat> Alright. Which one? What? The, the mermaid one? Uh, that was, the, I think, the third one. Oh, the siren. Four. The third one was the world, world end. Well, when I rolled a marble bar, that's what I was going for. It was like a siren. Yeah, cool. they're pretty savage. You got this. Yep. I'm afraid of sirens. All right. So this room is covered in dust. It smells strongly of lubricating oils and machine parts. Tables line the back wall, possessing scraps of metal and robot limbs. Three golem-like dwarves stand before the tables, their bodies rusted and pitted. They appear to be frozen, their bodies in a state of suspended animation as if they were stopped in the middle of working on something. You can see from the doorway several half-completed golems on the table. Of all the discarded metals rusting away, you can barely just make out a large hammer that shines. No, you don't, because you took it. Yeah. yeah. It's mine. Mm -hmm. I'll give it to you later. Thank you. Barely make out the large hammer that's in Serena's hand. 
That's what I'm wielding so, against. Right so you're going in there? Yeah. Give me a... Let's say, let's give me a some kind of knowledge check based on machines. So tinker oh. tools or intelligence or... Like an investigation? Investigation. Cool. 12 plus 8, dirty 20. All right. So you're standing there and you recognize these things as basically... Um, <clears throat> being old school machines yeah. like they're old old school golems before golems became goblins go golems mm -hmm. and as you're sitting there and you walk in you start kind of investigating them you get within five feet of one of them and you hear this and you're like and you look and you see the one in the middle kind of starts to shake a little bit and rust starts falling off of its body and you see it's in the middle of doing something, and it stops, and its arms swivel, and its head swivels, and it looks at you. And you see, as it starts moving, like rust start to mm -hmm. fall off his body, and then you're, and then next to you, the other one starts going like this, too. It starts turning this way towards you, and starts breaking, and you see, you can smell rust flinging all over the place. And then you hear another, and the one all the way to the other side starts to, come back to life and start moving and they raise their weapons as if they want to strike out at thee um, so that was Maeve's turn yep um, so Maeve's in this room, and these machines are starting to come to life. Alright, so I go, oh guys, oh no! Oh crap, I'm oh, sorry, God. I'm sorry, I walked in on the robots and they're moving. Oh crap, <laughs> welcome up. Yep, my tree. Um, I might as well go get into trouble with Maeve. Yeah. Because that's what we do. Get into trouble. Alessandra does not like my relationship with Maeve. <laughs> She was all about letting me just stay broken. Thank you, mate, for saving my life. Hey. Meanwhile, we're over here. We got these two going now. Right. What are you doing, Mike? All right, let's go. Like my intimidation is going to last so long. Oh, what if there's stuff here? What if, we, what if there's some treasure? We try to leave. They over here have to investigate shit. And the demon wants to kill us tonight. All right, Mike, what are you doing? He wants to kill us. He's got lots of ways to do it. Um, <laughs> where's Maeve? She's over I'm here. I'm in the robot room. In the room with the three robots. Alright, I'm going across. You're going what? You're still, going you're still concentrating on that. You were also readying Told the Dead, right? Yeah. I can, okay. walk, I can walk and ready right here. Or is this a not be able to chew gum? And well, so it's the end of your turn. It's the end of her turn. So you still have a ready action. Pending for any craziness that happens. Yes. So right before it's your turn to start, you can use your reaction to cast Toll the Dead on this thing that's that's suddenly come to life and is turning around to face Maeve. Do you know it's bad? You don't know it's bad. It's got, it's, it's, he's it's, playing the music. It's got axes and hammers <laughs> in its yeah. hand and it's got yeah, its arm up like him. this. Yeah, I'm going to toll him. I'm yeah, trying to, he's trying to get her. Yes, please toll him. Toll the Dead. Alright, what's your DC? Alright, go ahead and roll your damage. Okay. 
Fall asleep? Oh. Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> seven. It's the whiskey. Seven damage? Yeah. We're all at a disadvantage, though, except for me. It's the whiskey. Yep, pretty much. That's what it sounds like. All right, so now it's your turn. So that happened in between Maeve and your turn. So that was your reaction. So now it's a whole new turn now. So you can do anything you want. Okay. So I am going to... I can hit him again, you mean? It's your turn now, yes. That was okay. your reaction. You were waiting for something to jump out. Okay. I'll pull his ass again. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. All right. Go ahead and roll your damage. Ten. Okay. And I say, Maeve, move! So you see her, with, well, you don't see her, but from from the other side of the room, Ricky just takes out this, she's got a little bell on her, help, on her belt clip, and she just takes it out, and she goes, Bing! No, and you bong. see it, boom! And you see this thing start to shake, <laughs> and as it convulses, it's shaking more dust down off the side of it. And you see nuts and bolts and stuff starting to fall out of its body, and it's still trying to get its body turned to you. It's raising its axe to hit you. All right, I was, I was about to mend them too. I was, I know, I was they going to mend them because that's, that's a cantrip for me, huh? They got the axes up. I know. Up. I was going to help them. <laughs> Meanwhile, these old people over here is taunting. Oh, yeah, I should kick their ass. Okay. And I'll thunderclap so I can hit both of these. Is that like a twerk move? From yours? Mm Mm-hmm. From where you're at? Mm Mm-hmm. Will that hit Maeve, too? No. It's only a five-foot radius. I could just... Well, you're in between two squares, so one's way over here and one's right next to you. So you can't fill up two more than one square. Yeah. Trying to be sneaky. And straddle two squares. Yeah. Yeah, the one that's been getting hit? Yeah. Okay. What's that? I need another D6. Because I'm level five. That's from Jason. Oh, is it an attack roll or is it a saving throw? What's the save? Your DC? 14. Okay, go ahead. Three. <laughs> Three damage? Three damage. Oh, nice. <laughs> so he's up to a whopping 20. All right, so that was um, Serena. All right, so now it's their turn. So technically, they're, they, remo- they remain motionless, mm-hmm. and the only reason that you were aware of them coming to life is because of your innovation and your technology. Mm-hmm. So normally I'd have an advantage on my attacks because they kind of come to life at the last second and attack mm-hmm. you. And you're, like, you're like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. But I'm giving it to you saying that you were aware okay. that they're coming too. Still though, that's one attack, two attacks, and this guy's going to attack her. So now they're moving. Now they're back to life. Couldn't I also have used Vicious Mockery because I had it ready? Um, you couldn't see them from where you're at, though. I was right here. Yeah, you couldn't see the one that was in the dark. There's one in the dark behind you right now. But I've been in that room before, so I knew they were 
You have to see the target, though, right? For Vicious Mockery. So he's totally in the dark. So he's coming up behind you in the dark. Like, you can see him coming into the light now. Um, so two attacks on Heather. And armor class is 19. So you dodge out of the way, nimbly bimbly, from that one. The second one's going to try to hit you with its hammers. And, wow, that's going to keep spinning, huh? That was really crazy. <laughs> one dice was on a one. And the other one just kept on spinning. And then when it finally stopped spinning, it rolled and hit the other dice and changed it. That's weird. Mm -hmm. Chaos. I won't take either one. Because that's crazy. Wander. I was about to say. That's crazy. Um, so Alessand yeah. or uh, Serena, your armor class is what? So, meanwhile, poor Serena gets blasted by two of them. Aw, oh, damn. Love it here. Because I didn't take any damage. I was just going to say, have you gotten hit yet? No, okay. I stayed up on my pedestal. Yeah, shot smart. Pedestal. It's only smart, seven smart. damage. So one comes up behind you with its hammer. It's got two hammers, like amps, two uh, smithing hammers. And it kind of comes at you just like this. <laughs> and you're focusing on this one. Yeah. <laughs> so he comes up behind you and kind of catches you off guard and whacks you right twice in the back. It doesn't hurt a lot. It's it's kind of breaking through the rust of thousands of years of not being used. So, we were all right, Alessandra, you. you're up. Yeah. Do you guys see me? You hear combat in the other room. You should, you should just keep okay. intimidating them with your bone bust out there. <laughs> okay, you don't need me? I think we're good. Okay, they don't need me. They said they don't need me. Maybe check out that other room. Oh, yeah. Alright, I'm gonna go check out. Yeah, I was gonna go check out that okay. room right there. Now, can you see in the other room? A quick question before I go into this other room. Mm -hmm. If I scream, can they hear me? Yeah, probably. <laughs> if I scream. Unless you go into the room and it's very got sound muffling walls. I'm just saying because you said there was something in this room that we haven't discovered yet. Mm -hmm. So I need to just make sure. Oh, you'll be fine. Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. No, he's talking. Dead body. Now. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. You have a light source? Oh, your sword's on fire still, right? Yeah, plus so. I also have a torch, but whatever. Okay. I think you dropped the torch because you have the long sword out now. So. All right. So the, the blood and guts room. Mm. My favorite room. Delicious. Thanks. So creatures from nightmare, I think I read half of this. I'm going to read it all. Creatures from nightmare adorn the walls and tables of this room. Ugly tentacled horrors lay half dissected. The remains strangely not as affected by the passage of time. The smell is still as pungent as you observe what can only be brains with legs laying propped up on a bench. Other aberrant monsters that look like brains with beaks and long tentacles hang from hooks attached to the ceiling. And as you walk in... So, really quick. Um, mm -hmm. Kelsey, uh destroyed and knocked this one down. So it's already... She already came in here? No, she, she didn't knock it down. That's how it's laying right there. It's she laying on a, on a torture it. table. Oh, and you come in with your light now, okay. and you see what looks to be a humanoid figure with tentacles on its face, ah. dissected <laughs> on the back table. No. Now with your light source, because she couldn't come all the way into the room. So she stopped at the doorway and just peeked in and was like, eh. And she saw the bird beak thing with brain with legs being dissected on that table. And she was like, nope, I'm good. Keep on going. <laughs> You've come in just far enough now with your flaming sword and peeked around the corner, and now you can see this creature's flayed open on this table. It's an interesting still 
Yeah, it's its mind has been flayed open what? too. Do you know Crazy. what a mind flare is? Not a, do you know what a mind flare is? I can't remember, but I I've heard about it. I mean, it strangely looks like that thing too, right there. Right, right, right. Except smaller. Yeah. Right, I, I suck your brains out. I remember that. So it's laying on the table, and from where you're at, you can still smell the smell of different chemicals and. But what blows your mind is you've been here now, and you're like, literally, yeah. It's like, wait a minute, she's saying it's been tens of thousands of years. This is fresh. No, well, it looks fresh, but it's not. You can see there's a layer of dust on them, but their otherworldly bodies just have not decomposed because they're they're not from this reality. They're not from our dimension. So the bodies are reacting differently to our world than they might to theirs. Please just stab it in the chest. Are they dead? Yeah, they're already dead. They look right? like they're dead. We don't know that. I mean, just like those robots in the other room, they totally look dead. I have bloodlust. I'm just going to stab everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which one do you want to stab first? You got five feet of movement left. Closest one, right? Yeah. Just make sure it's dead. Stab, 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 stab. All right. You don't need to roll an attack roll. You stab this giant thing right in the brain head of its, of its beaky bit body, and it. It's, it's really dead. Well, that one is. Okay, well, I'm just You look sharing. over, and you swear you thought you saw the other one's head move or something. You're like, ooh. What was that? Maybe I should go stab that one, too. On your next turn. Oh, All right. Next End of turn. <laughs> Round seven. That. Maeve, what are you doing? Uh, right. Let's punch some shit. Okay. Uh, is your arm okay? My, it's, back, it's back up to it's good. punchable form. Pun- punch, punch form? Okay. Let's punch this guy in the corner twice. As long as you don't get roll one. Do I still have less? Yep. Yeah. For three more rounds. Sweet. All right. First is 15 plus something plus eight. Okay. Is that cool? Hit? Yeah? Yep. Okay. And then the next one. Oh. <laughs> wow. I got a one and a two. That's three plus eight. All right. Eleven. Nope. No. One okay. So the first one hits. Yep. And... That's eight points of damage, but he gets disadvantage on his next attack. Mm-hmm. On all his next attacks until my next turn. Gotcha. So he's up to eight damage. That was lame. Okay. Got out of my game. To this guy or this guy in the corner? You're saying? That guy in the corner. Those dice are weird. They suck. And then he's got disadvantage on his attacks. All right, so that was Maeve, my tree. Punching stuff. No, You're punching stuff from way over there? Not right. No, I'm tolling their dead. So tolling the dead does different damage if they're already injured, right? You know no, that? If I'm injured. No, if they're injured. Mm-hmm. D8 instead of D12 if at full hit points. If they are at full hit points. If they're at full hit points, you do a D8. If they're here, it does D12. I'll throw a um, chromatic orb. Okay. To the one you can see right there? Yes. What's the range for chromatic orb? Oh, shoot. 90 feet. Okay. Yeah, you're good. What kind of, what kind of orb? Okay. All right. So you're starting to do a Hadouken. Starting to build it up. you got this gem in your hand. I'm standing right there. Square gravity. Okay. Then it's also 50 gold to cast a spell, so make sure you chalk off 50 gold. Oh man, it's expensive. Uh, it's an expensive spell. Huh? She uses a gemstone. Uh, 
Ten. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Jeez. Comes up short, hits this dude right in the face, and the the statue starts to I melt. Didn't roll the one. Chalk off a spell slot. Are you staying there or are you moving? Probably deserve it. You should probably move. I'm going to move there here. You need to get closer so you can do something. Yeah. Okay, where are you going? I did something. I failed, but I don't know. You need to do something better. You must be quiet. Yes. Yes. Keep your fish mouth shut. Where are you going? I'm walking towards them. 5, 10, 15, 20. More? It's just saying what I'm thinking. More? More? Because, you know, we're sisters too. Damage if I save? Yeah. It was literally a shot. Oh, wow. Really? Is that... No damage if I save? That was a, is that a level spell or is that a contrap? Yeah. Okay. Alright, so. Oh, so you got two of them around you now. So. Okay, they both save. Oh, wait. What's your DC? 14. Oh, no. One takes damage. So, how much? So you've just hit this guy now. Alright, so that is Alice. Oh no, that was Serena. Alright, so it's their turn now. So this guy has disadvantage on attack rolls against Maeve. So the first one is pitiful. The second one is also pitiful. The next one, though, is still concentrating on Maeve, so he gets his normal attacks. And one hit. Take. You take three points of damage. All right. And then this guy is going to hit Serena. Yay. And Serena, you take three points of damage. Okay. Little baby hammers. They're like they're like rubber mallets. Like they're falling apart from years of misuse. Yeah. yeah. I'm barely hitting you guys. All right, Alessandra, you're up. So. I don't know what's going on with this thing over here, but just in case, mm -hmm. I am going to do a blood clerk. A, a, blood, a blood clerk. Blood clot? <laughs> blood clot? <laughs> blood clot? <laughs> <laughs> that whiskey, though. A blood clerk. <laughs> blood clerk. Blood clerk. Blood clerk. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do a blood curse and amplify it. So with Amplify, the marked target, which is going to be this thing, whatever the hell that is, <laughs> is tar the target loses resistance to my right damage type. Okay. If you think he's resistant to fire? I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. Okay. But I don't So for it. future reference, let's say you're fighting a fire elemental. Right? A guy that's totally made out of fire. 
He's normally immune to fire damage, right? With you cursing someone like that, your fire becomes different in nature. It's not normal fire anymore. So your fire damage would hurt a fire elemental by using that, just for future reference. Right, but the reason why I'm using it is because you said that they are otherworldly mm-hmm. and they don't they don't work like the things that are here. I did. So you're going to walk up and stab him? Yes. Just start All right, see where his hand is at? He's going to kind of come out like this. You kind of like straddle his hand as you bring your sword down on top of his head and nothing happens. You cut his head right in half. Good. Give me a perception check. Nothing happens, but you cut his head right in half. <laughs> and then I'm saying to her. Nothing head. happens to her. Nope, that's a D12, Donna. Damn it! I didn't even see it. I can't see it. <laughs> that's a nat 20. Whenever yes. you roll a nat 20, all you gotta do is say, Nat 20! How do you murder him? Crit! Yeah. So, you can make up your own story. Yes. As you murder hobo him, head falls off. It's murder already hobo? been dissected. Yeah, murder hobo. Mm-hmm. Head falls to the ground, and as, you, as it falls to the ground, you hear this ting, 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 rolling. And you look. It shouldn't sound like ting, ting, ting. Well, something, because it's got tentacles, right, in its face. As you look, there was a ring that was on one of his tentacles. Mm-hmm. And as it hit the ground, it was just emaciated enough that it fell off and the ring went rolling right by your feet. Well, can I pick it up? You can. I'm picking it up. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying that you picked it up. Now you got a cursed ring, too. <laughs> right? Picked up. Cursed ring is two. What's a, a two? What do you mean, two? Yeah. My ring is fabulous. Fabulous. Fabulous ring. And that's what I'm wearing. Am I going to put a ring on it? kind of ring is it? Uh, you, you gotta spend some time with it figured out. <laughs> Gross mental image that just popped up. <laughs> I mean, unless you just want to put the damn thing on right now, it's up to you. Okay. Yes. What has it in its pockets? Yeah, I don't, All right. I'm just gonna keep the precious in my pocket for now. <laughs> just keep All right. Round eight. <laughs> I like licorice. Mave. Eat them. all. I hate the licorice. Oh, eat them all. It looks like a ball. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ball I'm gonna punch this guy again. Punch him. <laughs> I'm still blessed. Yep. Hashtag blessed. Two more. Two more. Three more rounds. Eight, nine, ten. Yep. And seventeen plus eight. Okay. Hits. And man. My second roll is always a one. That's so crazy. That one's not going to hit. So that's a four plus, that's 12. Okay, Isn't miss. Right? I feel like we have these in the new lights. I'll just turn the lights off. Eight points again, and he gets disadvantaged. This guy again? Yeah. All right. So he's up to 16. Man. This dice is jacked. It's so good. You like liquors? Eat them all. All right, so you punch him again. He, he goes, yeah. and you see him starting to lock up a little bit as your electricity kind of we arcs through his body. Friends. Right? I was trying to come help you, bro. All right, my tree. Do something actually wonderful. Helpful. What do you got? Let's go. Ready? 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 She's gonna he just called you out. I sense an edit coming up. <laughs> oh! oh, 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 oh. For anyone listening. Uh, my tree just threw a jelly bean at the DM and he caught it with his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he doesn't only catch that. <laughs> now you talk with your mouth full. Alright, alright. Alright. I will. We're still 
blessed, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But you can bless me. She's gonna yeah, bless you're blessed. You, okay, never mind. you okay. just forgot. You're, you're, feeling, you're feeling slighted and jealous. I want to <laughs> All right, what do you got? I'm going to try on the chromatic orb because I'm feeling nasty. How much money you got? Mm-hmm. One more. One more spell slot? Oh, you got to also spend 50 gold every time you cast that spell. All right, yeah, so. and then we're going to need like a ship later, and she makes her get killed. Yep, sorry. Right. Yep. Yeah. I can't. I'm not that good All right, I'm going to chromatic And you're, you're, you're blessed as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. It wouldn't have helped you last time, but go ahead. I think so, yeah. yeah. It's a 16 plus 8. All right, that's good. Yeah. Normally, generally, guys, if it's okay. more than 20, I think you're good. All right, so acid dragon. Okay, roll your damage. 3d8, right? All right, so while you're resolving that, Serena. I'm going to do my thing again. Clapping cheeks. All oh, fours. Yes. Clapping your cheeks. Oh. Clapping them cheeks. Back okay. Up. Fail and not fail. Oh. How much damage? I don't know. <laughs> what are you? Don't drink it. Probably a six. No, it's a one. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I sometimes don't like dice that have designs on them because I'm like, I have no idea. All right, so no damage to him for some reason, but he takes damage. And your Thunder Blast between um, Maitri blasting him with a chromatic orb and you Thunder Waving him, he explodes. He starts malfunctioning and short-circuiting and falls to the ground. I have my life. And now it's their turn. So one's got disadvantage on his attacks against Maeve. And going to miss. And one's got normal attacks against Serena. Oh, and I get actually two attacks. All right, both missed. Both missed. Everybody missed. All right, last but not least, Alessandra, you're up again. Do you guys need me? Yeah, we're good. (laughs) I'm just asking. I'm going to come out. You should, like... Wait, is there anything else in this room that I need to look at? I don't know. Do you want to search? Yeah, I'm going to search this room just in case. I might find something else. Go ahead and roll a perception check. Mm -hmm. Eleven. Okay. Uh, No, but you have the short sword in your hand, and it's flaming, and you've got your long sword in this hand, and you picked up the ring with whatever hand it is, and you thought you put it away, and as you're kind of searching, you're like, I still have the ring in my hand. Like, it's like this. And you have the sword in your hand, and you got the ring in your hand, and you're like, and for a second, you look at it like you're confused. Like, wait, didn't I just put this in my pocket? And you hear this, like, slight whispering. And I can help you. Mm-hmm. Stick in the pocket. No, I ain't putting you on. You are cursed. No, we're not doing that. You are cursed. Well, maybe they're just trying to help you. Maybe it's a purifying ring. And they're like... Okay. It's telling you this is a 
She's got this big ring. I don't know. I'm going to put the ring on. That's not a ring for what you think. All right. So you put the ring on. I put the ring on. Right away. A ring. Like, so you've seen Lord of the Rings, right? I have. So when he puts the ring on and he's like in this weird funk, yeah. funky space and his things are a different color almost. You see it for a second like that. As your mind, like you felt like you had this weight on your head, like telling you to stab everything, stab everything, and you're like the weight lifts all of a sudden. And you're like, and you look down at the sword, and it looks almost like just totally created, created out of hardened blood. Like it's it's super sharp. Every single corner of it is super sharp. Like if you look at your hand, it looks like it's almost embedded in your hand. And you're like, oh, and suddenly you look. And you kind of refocus, and the body that you just covered it, cut its hat, but had it, you know, head off. Like its hand goes, its hand lifts and points down at the head, and you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and you look down at the head, and the face, like the tentacles, kind of move, and the tentacles push its head to face up like this, and its eyes open up, no. and the tentacles part. To reveal a mouth, kind of like the same mouth, like a sharp mouth. But it says, I am Volcorax. I will aid you. Aid me or eat me? <laughs> aid. Okay. I can tell this is going to be interesting. <laughs> and it's this whisper in your mind. Okay. And as you kind of like, you're like, oh, what the hell? You squint your eyes and you're back in reality. You're, everything looks normal, but you still hear his voice. He's like, he's like, I shall protect you from the Medusa's mind. Perfect. Let's do this. But you are cursed. The sword has taken you as its own. Which sword? My short sword. Yes. God damn it! But it's mine. And it is. And you are passionate about it staying in your possession. But it's already, It's been mine though. No. Is this the one that I... God damn it! Not the one from this room. No, it's, it's, it's the, the shim time. Come on, the flower. <laughs> and you can't bring yourself to tell anybody about this. Like, you, you're like, oh my god, this sword is cursed. And you don't say it. Like, you recognize that it's cursed, but you cannot fight it. You're like, yeah, it's cursed, but I really like it, and I don't want to get rid of it because it's really sharp and pointy, and I like stabbing things with it. <laughs> stabby, stabby, stabby. Stabby, pretty much. So, but he does. He says very briefly. His name is Volcarax, and he's a mind flayer. But he's gonna aid me. Because what he tells you is this is a ring of mind shielding. Okay, so go ahead and write it down if you want. It protects you from telepathy. It protects you from mind reading. Unfortunately, when you die with the ring of mind shielding in your possession, there's a chance that your mind becomes entrapped in the ring. Which is what happened to Volcarax. Okay. He had the ring on. He, okay. he, he tell, he's, he's, like, he's like, we have much to talk about later. He says, he says, there's a secret to treasure trove within this structure. Is it treasure trove? Treasure trove. Okay. It is behind the gateway. I just made this. Make haste, for you and your allies are ill-prepared to fight the full force of the Medusa Queen. We're 
picture this, her walking in with this mind flare behind her, and this is us. <laughs> what you got there? <laughs> mind flare. <laughs> Look, now it's in my head, so... Uh, okay. It's behind the... She just pulls him in on the leash. The gateway. Gateway. <laughs> Looky here. Look what I got. That guy ain't not got no head. <laughs> Alright, so that's Alessandra. Um... So you've got this ring of mind shielding on, and it does. It protects your mind from all Medusa. kinds of crazy stuff. Ring of mind shielding. Hopefully it protects me against Medusa and her crazy. He said we're ill-prepared to deal with her? Yep, so I'm going to go tell them. Okay. Oh, boy. So you come running out 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. We're going to say you avoid getting within the range of them. This right here, what we have? So you're way over here, though. So my tree's right here, and they're all in there still dealing with the golems. All right, so, Maeve, you're up. Uh, all right, let's uh, finish this with these idiots. Punch them again. Punch, punch, punch. He has a punch buggy. Uh, 11 plus 8, 19. 19 hits. And, oh yeah. And that hits. Yeah. All right, so... Got nine and six. Fifteen points total and disadvantage. Alright, so you punch him straight through his chest. Nice. You pulled a Torak. <laughs> nice. Night, yep. Torak. Runs in the family. Help me kill this one because he keeps hitting me. Alright, nice. I'll be right there. You, so you can still move now if you want. Oh, yeah, I'll move over there then. I just picture, I just picture her walking up next to him and looking up at him like. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna hit you next. My tree, you're up. My tree, focus. There's one left. <coughs> My tree was having a really difficult time. She lost the length of things. She was like, Larry Marshall, A little bit. All right, My tree. Come on, My tree. Okay. Give the game. Fuck us. Nobody's trying to stabby in this room anymore, right? Well, we got this one back. Yeah, there. there's one left. Yeah, one more. Kill me. Okay. We got him up. All right. Well, so if you want to go knock up. And this Alessandra. one's face is still melting from the last no, passing one you threw. You guys good? I think Alessandra needs my help. Yeah. She's coming to you. I'm yeah. coming to you. I'm coming to you, too. She's running. She's like, um... Information. Are you bringing this thing? Hey, remember, you still yeah. You have you no idea have anything about it. You still have click clack. Yes, I do. He's still yeah. with the book. He's okay. holding on to the book. What if you need um, him to go look for some treasure? All right, I'm running on spell slots, so I'm going to tell okay. the dad on him. Because it looks important. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's going to turn. Yeah, but if you've got the book. All right. Do know, I take any damage if I save? Or something. Uh, I don't think I do. It's a cantrip. No, uh, um, wisdom save. It doesn't save. Mm -hmm. All right, I so that, yeah, I, I don't take any damage. So I saved. Yeah. Alright, are you moving or you staying there? Um staying here because she's running out of Okay. Alright, Serena? Okay, I'm gonna tackle Blueberry through this time because You're gonna tackle Barry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you say? Tackleberry. Tackle with rapier, got it. Twelve plus seven, nineteen. Yep. Nineteen four. hits. Yeah, you can put it back there. Oh you have a D four, not plus four. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, but that still hits. Go ahead. One your damage. Four. Don't forget your inspiration. It won't help you right now, but just saying. Nine. 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 <clears throat> I know I like that one. 
All right, so that's Serena. All right, so this thing's turned now. So it's going to try to hit you, Alicia. And it hits you one time for six points of damage. It's very just disrespectful. Rude. It is, isn't it? Alessandra. So I... How far away am I? All right, let me get to where I'm at. And while I'm there, I'm giving the book to... Me? Well, click clack. Oh, click clack, okay. So click clack is going to bring it to... No, I'm actually going to put the book in my backpack and send click clack back. Okay. All right, he climbs up your back, you recognize him now. You're at first, you're like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, oh. so that, I was just sending him back. I wanted him to hold it while I was losing my damn mind because I wasn't sure. Mm -hmm. Now I'm putting it in my backpack. I'm going to hold my backpack. We're good. Okay. All right, so I'm explaining to me, hey, Hi. here's what the sitch is. <laughs> that's, the sitch? that's the sitch. <laughs> you, you, you understand what happened? Uh-huh. No. I didn't explain it. He explained it. Just listen. <laughs> well, I have a ring. That's the one ring to rule it all. <laughs> so I have a ring that's going to help me. Are you crazy? No, I'm not crazy. I promise you. I'm better now. As she wheels the short sword, like, I'm not fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm not crazy. I'm better now. I swear. Pay attention. I'm better. I have a ring that's going to shield my noggin up here from that crazy over there and we need to go get that treasure that's behind the gateway and we're not prepared we are not prepared we are not prepared for what's about to come that these people are trying to warn us about we are not prepared we need to go figure out what's going on down there i'll follow you well we need to get we need everybody on board we need to all skedaddle let's go well, we need to tell them. We can't just leave without them. No, we don't no. tell them. Okay, let's go tell them. Maybe we just, maybe we'll just start screaming. We gotta fucking get out of here. <laughs> We're not prepared, y'all. Sorry, not. I'm not gonna tell them that my um thing is a little crazy. Crazy. My hand's crazy right cray, now. Cray cray. It's cool. Mm -hmm. All right. So you're all done. Yeah, I told her. Round nine. Mave. <laughs> We're not prepared. All right. We're, I'm gonna punch the dude. Right? Punch the dude. Punch the dude straight up in his face. Alright, that's 14 plus 8, 22, and 8 plus 8, 16? Miss. Oh, 16? This is a robot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right on. Okay. And Too bad someone didn't nine, inspire you. 9. Yeah. Points, and he gets his advantage. Jeez Louise, it's taking forever to kill these robots. I keep forgetting because I don't have my big dice. I'm a visual person. Oh, they're upstairs. You want to go grab them? She's I thought maybe they're down here somewhere. Hold on. All right. So that was Maeve. Maeve punched them twice. All right, my tree. Now that you know what uh, what's going on with Serena or Alessandra, what are you gonna do? Are you going to yell at the ladies? Or? Yes, I'm going to be like, hey, peaks are headed. Hey, guys. We got to go. Like, guys, go. are you done her. in here yet? She's got a ring and a thing, and we got to go. Cool, yep. Right. We'll be right out. This guy. Uh, no, hurry up. You no, right. no, we're trying, really. <laughs> we don't have time for this whole fighting. But are you trying. still fighting him? Okay, I'm going to throw and yeah. hold the dead in there. <laughs> Please. I'll help. Thanks. Because right. we don't have Until time for this foolishness. We've we got bigger fish to fry. All right, go ahead and roll your damage. Oh, D8 if he's not at full. Nope. D12 if he's not at full, right? D8 if he's at full. D12 if he's not. If at full, D12. D8 instead of... Oh, yes. <laughs> I can't it's like, 
We just had this conversation. It hurts more if they're hurt. So roll a 12. You got a 12. Yep. No more whiskey for you. Shh. You are. <laughs> right now, I'm totally Five. I actually feel better with the whiskey. Five? Five. All right. So my tree, tolls are dead. Like, rings okay, rings her dong. And his whole body starts to do <laughs> as he tries to bring his hammer back up to hit Serena again, and just his arm falls off and his his body t- okay, falls go, apart. Let's go, ladies. Right, thanks. We gotta go. <clears throat> All right. So that was my tree, Serena. Yeah, I guess I'll just. I mean, how are we gonna get down there? Torak. We have to. We just go. We're just gonna jump. No, no, no. We're going around the back. There's no back entryway. This oh, we just, have rope. I have rope. This leads up. I have rope. How big is that hole again? I have rope. You say it was like 20 It feet? is. No, how wide? Five feet wide, 20 oh. feet deep. Oh, we can go in there, though. Yeah, I have rope. I didn't so know that. I'm very acrobatic. I'll jump. I mean, I have 50 feet of rope. Acrobatic. Yeah. I do too. So we right. can just throw that oh, rope down. Serena, down. it's your turn. What do you want to go? <laughs> so, dash, so 60, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. 40, 45. You're at the edge, yep. Okay, so you're looking over. You still got like 10 feet of movement if you want. I don't have any rope, though. Um, can I, can I, I earned my rope to make that spider, fire spider. <laughs> can I throw her my rope so that she can start a cutoff? Or is anybody closer that has rope? Well, she's just yeah. dashed. So, so she's I, not going to be able to use the rope. I could have handed it to mine to you right before you started running. Before so she's got it in her hand, but she's already dashed. So that would take an action to tie it off to something. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Right. All right, next time. <laughs> <laughs> next time. But next time we're in trouble because old girl's coming. No, because that the ten the one minute that she said started at six. When we were on the sixth turn. All right, so you dashed. Minute, All right, Alessandra, you're up. What do you want to do? I'm, get, I'm coming with her. I'm, I'm on the other side because... That's what I have to do. 20, 25, 30. I'm dashing. Keep going. 35, 40, 45. All right. Me too. You're on the edge. So I'm at 45, so can I can I take an action? To no, you dashed. Oh, so, so unless you want to jump off the edge, I'm not jumping. We're good. then you need an action to tie the rope off to something. So next round, all right. No. Maeve. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to say, Tora, come on. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 35, you're just dashing? Yep. And she has to ride right. with her. Yep. Okay. Right coming. All right. My tree? Same. He's, he's up there. All right. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. All right. You guys are all at the top. So my tree, Serena. So you're going to use an action to tie off the rope yeah. to something? Yeah. What are you going to tie it off to? You've got the portal rim mm-hmm. right there. Hopefully as long as the portal isn't open and cut the rope, and I think she'll be fine. Yeah. I'm just well, saying. To be fine. fair, all of us go before the next boss move, right? Yeah. All right, so you tie the rope off. Give me a sleight of hand check. Actually, I'll give you a, you a sleight of hand check. No! What's your sleight of hand bonus? Seven. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, 24. Mm-hmm. I'll take my roll. No! <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Serena... Looks like she knows how to tie a rope. She goes up, rabbit ears, through the woods, around the... Okay, we're totally good, guys. <laughs> Listen, I used to do rope bridge in Jerry's Do we trust it? Like, 
I rolled a 24, we better. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you keep her roll, because I rolled an 11 total. Yeah. I rolled a 4. My sleight of hand check, not your sleight of hand check. All right, Alessandra, you going in? I'm going in. All right, so you grab the rope, you start going hand over hand, start going over hand, under hand, I guess. You climb down. And you explode. And what are you doing with your swords? I'm putting the long sword away. Okay. And Have you ever climbed down a rope with one hand before? We're all yelling at her, like, put your other sword away. She's I, like, I can't. I have <laughs> fancy pants. You can. Gloves. You can put the sword away. You just got to put it out because it's on fire right now. Right? Well, and then I'll give and I think you get your D four hit points back, right? Yeah. When you when you stop. Yes. Maybe. I can't yes. Remember. I'm taking it. I'm turning it off, and then. So roll D four. Or you took four hit points, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm just putting my four back. Okay. Um, so you're 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 hesitant to, but you're like, and you sheath it, and as soon as you let go of the handle, you're like. I feel normal. You, well, you feel better, but you don't feel normal. Like you definitely want to pull it back out to fight something, but for now you're able to. Alright, so you climb hand over hand down into the darkness now because you don't have a flaming sword. And I put my torch there. Okay, so we're going to say that you are down in pitch black darkness now and you hear this echo, echo, echo. Lovely. What are you guys, what am, what am I supposed to do? So climbing down over hand over hand, um, once you get down to the bottom, what do you want to do? I want to light a torch so I can see what the hell's going on. Alright, so back, back off. You're freaking out a little bit. You're colder down here. And you're like, all right, and you light your torch. Okay. What does she see? What does she and see? And we're just gonna stay in initiative order. What's in the box? Oh, oh goddammit! I should have lit my sword paint. back up. What is that? Some other broad. Some other. Some other broad. I didn't paint that one. Who painted that one? Your husband. Your husband. I thought that? you said that. No, that is a figure from Wizards of the Coast. My paint job's better than that. She didn't right. mean that Wizards of the Coast. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. We love you. I'm just kidding. Please sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, right. Or hire just, me. <laughs> she was just joking. Shimshine. Okay. <laughs> description for the room is not in here. So, you find a small corridor lined with four alcoves. Each one of these alcoves seems to mirror the larger rooms in the temple proper and contain many of the same items one might find there. Um, looking down all the way to the end, you see what looks to be a imitation of Medusa as a very lifelike looking statue. It's not moving. 
at first you're like, oh, fuck, and you draw your sword out, and you're getting ready to fight her. And as you draw your sword out, she doesn't react, she doesn't move, nothing happens. And you start looking, you can tell that it's more plaster-like, it's more of an effigy than it is um, a statue or a real person. Um, okay, so that's what you see. And I think that was probably the majority of movement, because you're climbing down a rope. I was done. All right? You just hear from down in the hole, guys, please come down here. All right. Please. Next round. Round 11. Maeve? Going down. All right. 20 feet. So going down a rope, unless you're going to dash, that is 40. That's that's your, all of your movement right there. Okay. I say, Torag, you hang out up here. Let us know if anything bad happens. Like, the bitch shows back up. Sneaky bitch. All right. Thank you, bitch. All right, so that was your movement. That was my movement. You want to dash? I will. have an action. I will, I will catch up with her. She's right next to you. Oh, she's right next to me. Um, and as you look, these alcoves, so it mirrors the front entrance. Yeah. So the one to your right mm -hmm. looks like it's got torture implements in it. Yeah. You kind of glance to the left, and you see bottles and pillows and kind of old uh -huh. stuff. This area of the temple seems to be much more... Um, Intact than the rest of the temple. Okay. I don't want to fight any more robots. I'm going to keep talking to. Um, I, I want to go up to the statue then. Okay. I want to check it out. I want to see what's going on. I want to see if she's going to give us any clues as to what to do. Alright, so you're dashing? Yeah, I'm going to dash up to the. So she's. The, the statue is kind of like right here. Yeah. At the end of the alcove. I just okay. don't have enough room right here, so... Yeah, I want to go up there and see if there's any clues. I want to give it a good inspection to see if I... I can see... I can see if there's anything here that can help us, information or otherwise. Okay. So, go ahead and give me a perception check. Mm -hmm. Can I do investigation instead? Yeah. Perception. Oh, 16 plus... Uh, well, perception would be 5 for 21 or 8 for investigation. Uh, so... 24. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. Is it against magic? Because I've got advantage on that. It is. It is against magic. So advantage. And oh, that doesn't much matter because I roll like shit. Um, <laughs> so 11. Not so Does bless help for saving throws? Oh. Do I still have bless? You are blessed. Uh, no, uh, yes, you are. This oh, is the last oh, round that last. you guys are blessed. Woo. Woo, coming in with a 14, then. 14 total. Whew. Okay, and yeah, you guys are not blessed after this turn. Um, all right, so you start checking out the statue, and I'm going to write you a little note. Oh, okay. And we'll continue on. So that was Maeve. Maitri, what are you doing? All right, you're falling down. So that your that's your speed to get down there. Now you have an action to do something. Each one of these alcoves has something different in it. If you want to spend some more time looking at them, I do. Okay, which one? To the left. To the left. So this one over here. Yes. All right. So uh, for that one, you find um, where this one was all destroyed and stuff was falling apart. 
and this one you find stuff that's still intact. Um, you find a whole bunch of incense, jewelry, pillows, all kinds of stuff that looks very pricey. Okay. Alright, so you're going to spend your, so you spent your action dashing in there and percepting, perceiving. So next turn you'll start scooping everything up. Alright. Then I um, give a little shout saying, there's some shinies in here. Okay. Serena? I guess I'll go down into the torture room. <laughs> All right. We all swim down here. So you go to the torture room. We all float. That's right. It's not swim. Wish we could swim. <laughs> I can swim. So when you walk into this room, all you see is one kind of pedestal with a helmet on the pedestal. And inside it's really, really dark. Like you're like not sure exactly. Like the inside of the helmet. Like you can't tell what's like what's holding the helmet up on the pedestal. Do you want to touch it? Yeah. Okay, so go touch it. I can't. I can't. I don't fit in this hallway. <laughs> oh, you're too wide. I'm going to give you a different base. All right, so you go lift the helmet off the pedestal. I take my rapier and I poke it and knock it over. Okay. It doesn't fall over. It's affixed to something on the pedestal. Okay, fine. I'll pick it up with my hands. All right, so underneath is an illithid head. And you take it off, and you're like, oh, and the tentacles kind of go like this, and its eyes are closed. And you just take it right off the t- right off the thing, and as you do so, you start to really understand because what you, what light source are you using? I have a torch. Okay, so light source torch. torch. Everybody's got torches then. So you're going holding like this, and you're kind of like you grab the front of it by its eyeball like this to lift the helmet, and you feel something squishy, and you stick your thumb in, and you're like oh, oh, and you lift it off, and this illithid head is sitting there, <laughs> and it's actually mounted to the pedestal, and you're like oh. And now that you can look at the helmet, it's a purplish looking helmet. It's got these arcane runes on it and stuff like that in some strange language you don't understand. Are you sure? So, quick question about that helmet. Can she take the helmet off and actually use it? Oh, yeah, she took it off. Oh, I'm not putting it on my head right now, though. (laughs) What does she put in her backpack? Maybe we can use that later. Yeah, put it in my bag. Sure. You want to put it in your bag? Yeah. All right. I mean, he, he said... But then I also want to stab the thing in the head just to make sure... All right. Yeah. Okay, you do that. All right, Alessandra? I have what's called a book of guidance. Why do I have that? That You can use that. That was a gift that you guys got from Shim Shams thing. Right. I think it lets you add a D10 yeah. or something plus to... Plus 10 to knowledge check a day. One check a day. You get a plus 10 check to it. Plus 10 all the... I was just curious as to why I had that. I'm like, why do I have that? All right, what do I want to do? Where is this heifer? I'm sorry. Can I talk to my, um, self? Mm-hmm. Myself? Mm-hmm. And find out Please which direction I need name. to be going in? It has a name. What's, what's his name again? I'm sorry. I forgot what my name That's is. That's Booker. Tell me if you can't read that. Valtrex. Sorry, I'm no, distracted. Valtrex? Thieving. Valtrex? What's his name? Vorkorax. Vorkorax? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. that would be an unfortunate name. Oh, no. Oh, am, I, am I really doing that? No. Okay. Like, wait a second. All right. You gotta, you gotta find it. <laughs> All right, so what are you doing, Alessandra? I'm talking. I'm talking to Vorkorax to figure out which way I need to be going. Vorkorax? All right. Vorkrax. 
So Vorkorax says, I am only aware of the runes. I do not know what resides in the runes. How fucking helpful. What does that mean? Take what you need and flee the temple. Alright, take what we need and flee the temple. Take that helmet. Did you find anything? Um, I am looking at some stuff. Did you find anything? I'm about to pocket some stuff. You, you found some stuff? Yes. Yeah. Right. Actually, about to be Aladdin where we're going to touch something and Prince the something. temple's going to fall apart. I mean, that's fine too, as long as the is in there. Alright, so what do you got? <laughs> you got two other little alcoves you can look in. Well, let me like go look room. into the room over there. Alright, so as soon as you turn the corner, you see a shield and a spear. I'm taking that. Right. So, yep, you see a shield, and with a polished mirror-like face, it leans against the wall, and it's next to a javelin. Okay, I'll take that. A shield and a javelin? Yep. Alright, so that's that round. We're up to round 12. Maeve? So, who's that next to me? That is Alessandra. So, I turn to Alessandra and I say, You know, Alessandra, I just really think that we should we should just tell Medusa that we're taking her shit. Hey, Toreg, if... I yell out to Toreg. Hey, Toreg, if you see the snaky bitch, can you just let her know that we're, like, taking all her stuff? Or, I mean, I, I kind of feel guilty about it. Um, and that we should tell her. What the... Uh, What's wrong with you? <laughs> I just feel like... I don't know. I just feel like we really should tell her. Just I just feel a little guilty about it all of a sudden. What's wrong with you? I'm not, statues and shit. I am not sure. May. What? Drugs are bad. Right. That's what they told me. <laughs> um, we should probably pull I, me I think away I just feel, feel like really guilty about May, this. I'm going to tape your mouth shut. Cool. All right. Oh, I understand. Yeah, why the hell did I say that? It's horrible. It's horrible. ignore that. There's a chain of command here. <laughs> well, right. You guys finish up. I need to go find her. No, 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 no. What are you doing? I, I don't know. I, I gotta go. No. <laughs> so I, I, Somebody trip her. I start going. <laughs> no, I grab her ankle. <laughs> She's small. We can hold her. Stop it. <laughs> what is she doing? Let's I tie start her up. She's gonna turn you to stone. <laughs> Look, there's treasure in here. We can start it off. I start going back. I start walking. I start running back because I, I figure she's got to be upstairs somewhere. Okay. So she's going to pass by Alessandra. Alessandra, you have a reaction to do something. Like, hold her ass. I'm, I'm, I'm going to... Grab her ankle. She's I'm two gonna, feet tall. I'm going to hold her and say, what is? what are you doing? All right. Contested grapple check. So athletics or acrobatics, whichever ones you want. Oh, no. Oh, I, I rolled a natural one. Yes. I you're not fighting. I, you know, I'm like, 22. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're like, yoink! Where are you going? You're kind of like to hold her up by like, her, her little legs are still what going. Are her little legs are still trying to pump. <laughs> I gotta and go. you're like, what? What are you doing? Alistair, All right, so you're grappled right there. Don't you think we should go? No. <laughs> you're like, I think it's time to go. And I'm like, stop, stop out of it. All right, my your turn. You're scooping up all the stuff? <laughs> stuff. Alright, 1,000 gold worth of incense Ooh, yeah. and jewelry. Good, you need that from all your chromatic orbs. I know. Mm-hmm. 1,000 gold. Poor babe. Mind control out here. Damn. 
All right, so, so that's your turn. So <laughs> Serena? Um, so, I've had this one of lightning bolts for a few games now, so I think I'm going to come up here and use one on the statue, use one of the charges. Um, are you attuned to it? I, yeah, I tuned to it when we got it, like two games ago. Oh, I think we have it, but we don't think it's been assigned to anybody. You have the one of lightning bolts, a fly scroll, and you got the sovereign glue and the potion from the storm giant that nobody's picked yet. And the universal solvent. Games and games and games. <laughs> and then I think I'm just going to give this to Ricky. Because she picked it up. No, I'm just writing down who's got what. So, Alicia, you got everything? Do what? I got treasure. I got mind control. <laughs> I have the silver hammer and the purple arcane helmet. And, yep, silver hammer. That's Alicia's. Do you have the fly scroll too, Alicia? Yeah. And the glue. And the golden plating. And the golden plating. <laughs> I have so much shit. Awesome. You have a bag of holding though, right? Yeah. And so you're saying now that you actually are keeping the one of lightning bolts? Yeah, I'm just going to keep it. Nobody wants to So I think you need to be a sorcerer to use it. It just says spellcaster. Does it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I just looked it up. What did <laughs> All right. So... You're going to use it? Yeah. All right. So you point the wand at the statue, and you... This lightning bolt light strikes out and destroys the statue. It just in pieces. Babe, are you okay? Does that alleviate my nope. desire to find her now? Nope. Okay. <clears throat> Shit. <laughs> She'll probably be pissed about that too. Yep. <laughs> strap her to your but I gotta go. Tell her. No, no do it. You know those, like, I'm leashes so that you know, like, <laughs> kind of like yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so Serena, that's your action. You want to move some more? Or you want to, what do you want to do? You yeah. see, now that the statue's been cleared out as the dust settles, you see the glint off of what looks like a glass case in the corner back there. Yeah, right, so you cross that threshold right there. Give me a perception check. Okay. Oh, Sandra, give me a perception check too, since you're right there. Can I use my passive perception since we're not in that? No. Fifteen. Awesome. All right. So you, as you're, you're holding up Maeve with one <laughs> hand, you see Serena trying to get walk by, and you switch hands with her, and you go wait, and you reach out and you accidentally grab her, her chest, and you stop her, and you look down to the ground, and right across the threshold. Are these arcane words that are just faintly glowing now? Uh -huh. Lovely. So strict. What's it say? You speak arcane. You're way back there. But you do see something from where you're at, Alessandra. You do see there's something in that back corner that's like in a glass case. So we need to scratch up these uh, arcane symbols. Who speaks arcane? Sanskrit well, so I'm who's a spellcaster? So you pointed out to her? Give me an arcana check. Ten. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. I don't, is, it can, only languages I don't speak. is it something I you can lightning lure to yourself? Hmm? Can you lightning lure it? So she's already used her action to lightning bolt and move. Yeah, so, we'll have to wait. so wait for that. Alessandra, you're up. 
You've got little Maeve in her hands, struggling to. Hey guys, you should go. To get away. <laughs> oh God, what is that? I don't Chastity like that. Um, you could try, but she's not. She's not actively trying to escape you. She's. Okay, she's, just... she's not fighting you. She's just like, stop. Like she's trying to use words. Like just put me down. I just, I just, we need to go talk. To, I'm to just some... gonna keep holding onto her. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, you can hold her heart, hold her hand. I mean, it's not like yeah. she's not gonna punch you. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep holding her hand. <laughs> it's like a kid. I'm really kid at But you do recognize the glowing marks on the ground. I do recognize. Are you training Arcana? Arcana. No. Okay. You don't know. You don't know what to do with them then. Plus three. I have a plan for the Arcana. Um. Damn it! I wish I knew the language. You have one more little alcove you haven't searched yet. But it's gonna be hard with you. I mean, you can you can We're still move. To you you move half your speed. Look, I'm going to tell you, don't. I've got a plan. Okay. I have an idea. My might not work. Okay, but <laughs> it, you can't, this is a, tr- you know, it might be a trap, so I need you to. No, I'm going to put on the helmet. Like Magneto. Put on the helmet <laughs> with the arcane runes on it. Give me a second. Well, let me just, and then let me consult. Take, I'm going to take my miner's pick that I have. Can I consult? And I'm going to break the runes. Before you make your choice, <laughs> can I consult? Yes. Again. Can I consult um, my dude? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, yeah, whatever his name is. Um, are any of these tools that you're giving me safe to use? So if she put on that helmet, what would that do to her? The helmet will allow her to communicate via her mind. He says, he says, he says, <laughs> look closer at the room. Basically, he's, he's saying, get closer so I can see him. Give me an arcana check. Nineteen. The effect is in motion. Do not fear the runes. Okay. Yeah, maybe right. that's what's... Oh, like it's already affecting my brain. Her, so we don't have to worry about affecting anybody else. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's your action. So that took a couple seconds. Okay. I'm talking. So, Alessandra, it's your turn. No, I... Yeah, so you guys are spending time talking back and forth with Volcarax, yeah. so it's six seconds for, for a okay. turn. Gotcha. So if we're having a conversation, and then you're like, all right, let me get closer, Arcane, okay, guys, it's good. Oh yeah, by the way, Helmet. Helmet is going to let you be a telepath with us, so... <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, Maeve? Now, are they curious as Can to Can I why? roll against this? Mm-hmm. What do I need to roll for? Uh... The, wisdom? The grappling thing? No, no, no. The wisdom, like to to oh. to uh, not to be out. to break that thing. To break the idea of needing to talk to the uh, sneaky bitch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't want to have to hold your hand. I don't either. <laughs> I'll hold your hand if I have I, to. Okay. But I mean, I mean, just for funsies, though. Yeah, just for funsies. <laughs> Holding pinkies. <laughs> no, you cannot roll again. I. Uh, Okay. But you do want to escape from All her, right, so you can do an acrobatic for athletics check again. All right. All right. Yep. Acrobatics, that's a whole four. Okay. I'm sure you're good. <laughs> but guys, 20. Okay, you're good. You ain't going away. You're like, nope, you stay right here. <laughs> All right, Maitri? Have a seat. Have a- you're done. You got one alcove left in the back to search. Hey, guys, I think we should go tell her. All right. 
So you go back there, and this alcove mimics the robot golem alcove. And you go back there, and inside this like this strange black case, you can just it's very opaque, but you can see it, and as you bring your torchlight into it, you can see there's the glint of some kind of red jewel inside the box. Not locked, you just kinda of poke at it because your guys are wary of everything right now. You poke at it and lift it up just a little bit, nothing happens. And inside is a book along with two giant rubies. Giant freaking rubies, like grapefruit size rubies. They're huge. Alright? Um, looking at the book. So you look at the book, it's in common. It's a book that instructs you on how to create robots. <gasps> yes. Totally use Took that. It. This is for my family. Birthday when present she, for me. When she's not crazy. So a book, it's not magical, but it's an instruction book on how to build golems. Mm-hmm. So write that down. Cool. All right. Serena? Well, and two giant rubies, right? Well, since since the effect's already going on, I'm going to go ahead and go to that glinting thing. Okay, nothing happens. You walk in, and you look at this case, and again, there's, there's a lot of cases in each of these little alcoves. Um, this one has, um, first off, when you lift it up, you find... Um, it's a gray book, and you take it out, it's twice as thick as the one that you found with a gray skull on it. Mm. And you look at it and you go, this is the original. All the other ones are copies. And if we had only left with one of the three, we would have only had a third of the book. This is the original copy. So you find that, you find the gray tomb... Secondly, you find a glass box that possesses parts of an intact, uh, like a wooden box inside of it. And you're like, it's a box within a box. And the glass box is almost adhered to the pedestal that it's on. And you take this, you open up the, gl- the lid of the glass box and you hear this like, like it hasn't been opened in tens of thousands of years. And right away the air starts to get to it and stuff. And it's just... Give me a nature check, and I'll tell you what kind of wood it is, in case you know. It's a red heart box. It's a form of wood. Very specific, very rare. And it's probably about the size of a shoebox. You know, probably four or five inches deep. Probably about... You know, six inches by ten inches. The, uh, yes. Okay, never mind. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, so you find this box. Very peculiar that it's just sitting back here. You feel like it's got something to do with something because not only is it very rare wood, but it's been encased in this glass. There's nothing in it right now. It's got, like a, it's got like a velvet, kind of black velvet lining on the inside of it. Probably houses the dagger. <laughs> well, you look at it, and it does have a slight indentation of a cross piece kind of device. Yeah, I don't want to take it. Okay. Put it and away. And the book she's taking. Yeah, I'm taking it. And the book. And then uh, I want to, um, that was an action, right? 
Five feet. So then I move past the arcane runes again, and then I look at Alessandra, and I'm like, you should totally, like, scratch these runes up. <laughs> like, with a dagger, or a pickaxe, or something, to break the arcane spell on Maeve. Okay, move your figures. Move where you want to go. Are you dipping out? Okay, so that's Serena, Alessandra. Without even thinking about it, you've got your sword out. You're like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's oh, easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Ding, 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 ding. All right, give me a... Um, give me an attack roll. A what roll? Attack. Quit an attack. You're attacking the wounds. Oh. And you're no longer blessed anymore. Yeah. I'm always blessed. 24. All right. So you just... And... So the cement there is softer than it normally would would be anywhere else, and you're able to very easily gouge the, the marks. Go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw. Oh. Don't fail. Uh, is it like a normal one against magic? Oh, uh, yeah. Kind of so Advantage, yep. And you're not blessed anymore. Nope. Okay. I've rolled two 13s, so that's um, wisdom. That's 15. Okay. No, you're like, what? 15? I still want to go. I still want to go. And you start hearing this mess, this, 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 leave. Okay. She's returning. Okay, got you. Oh, good. Hey, it's time we to wrap this shit up. Let her know we're taking 14. Before she reappears. All right, Maeve. Maeve is still <laughs> trying to get away. Um, yep. That's okay. We can let her Okay, contested now. acrobatic <laughs> or athletics check. Hey, guys, athletics check. Run. 12 plus 2, 14. Okay, so she slips away, and she starts running. All right, she passes by Maitri and Serena. So keep that roll. What'd you roll? 14. 14. What am I adding to it? Athletics or acrobatics. Don't worry about it. Serena got her. Serena grabs her. Nope, yoink. Come back over here. Hey, that's Serena. We should tell her. I have a present for you. Okay. She'll be mad if we don't let her know. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. My tree. Okay. Um, I, just, I just yelled at everybody, we need to wrap this up. All right. Go now. So 5, 10, and you're climbing up 20 feet. So you get up here. You can dash if you want. Yep. I'm saying we'll get right to the bottom of the steps here. Yeah. All right. So that's my tree. Serena, you've got Maeve in your hands. The plan. All right, so you need both your hands, or you, you drop like, your torch. Spell magic or protection from evil, or yeah, that'll probably work. <laughs> Oops, no. no, I have detect. Oh no, I have protect too. All right, well it's not your turn right now. So Serena, you can let her go and climb up the rope, and maybe she'll climb up after you, and you can grab her again, or you can just say screw it and let her go. Can you throw? Can she throw on her back? Did she carry her? Silence is it? Can I see that? That's actually like a, a demon, six-armed demon. I think, I can't remember what they're called. She's got a specific name, but if you look at the bottom, it tells her name. Avonicus or something. What do you got? Meanwhile, while Serena's figuring it out. Get better by myself, so that's okay. I was about to say, I think I'm just gonna let her climb up, and then we can catch her again. Hey. All right, so you're gonna climb up. 
Yeah. Can't you let her come up behind you? Yeah. So 20, 40, <laughs> 45, <laughs> really 50, 55, 60. So you get down to there too. All right. Um, Alessandra? Yeah, I'm turning around in 16, dashing. 5, 10, 15, 20, 55, 60. So you're further back, so you stop right there. All right, next round. Maeve, you're going up. You're definitely going up to look for her. Yep. So 20, 40, 45, 50, 55, and you stop right about here and you start looking around for her. Hey, she's got to be up here somewhere. Somebody let her know we've been taking her stuff. All right, Maitri. I'm trying to bribe her and I want to catch her. She's not coming past you. She's behind you. Okay, so you no. go back up. We need to get out. I know, but we got to get her. All right, She's so gonna run 10. Go ahead and give me contested athletic or acrobatics checks, whatever you want. Come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Four. I got a four, though. Come on. Um, yeah. Two. Okay, so you're like, come here, you silly little gnome. Come on, stop. Stop being so wiggly. Stop playing. All right, so that's my tree, Serena. <laughs> no, Alright. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. Run away! Literally. Like, Alessandra? I'm out. You got her. My tree's trying to grab her, but she can't. Alright, so I'm going to I'm gonna get to Five, her. 10. Grab her by okay. the hand. Okay. I'm gonna try and... Contested checks. Oh, for God's Ooh. sake, that's a natural 20. But go ahead, Sorry. roll. I did. All right, so she's like, I'm free. I'm free now. All right. You're making this very difficult, I'm so sorry. Cut it out. That was Alessandra, right? Mm -hmm. Stupid as shit. My turn. No. God damn it. Here we go. I'm going to take points of it's Where are you going, my sisters? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I just not, your back. It is <laughs> not. You are filthy. I grab it. I stuffed something in it. It is not time for you to leave. She comes Damn out the room it. right here. Go into your bunch of eyes. Don't look at her. And yeah, you see her sort of going, we totally stole a bunch of your stuff. Oh my God. It's all in our pockets. Acting like I was. Stop it. And she it's looks at you so and she goes, she goes, thank you, sister. You shall come in very handy in the future. <laughs> Just trying to be honest with her. <laughs> I figured she'd like to know. No more whiskey for you. No. <laughs> oh. All right. So, Serena, give me a perception check. You dashed all the way there. Find it right by me. Fourteen. You can just barely make out this guy standing right around the corner. Is that the guy from earlier? And he comes around the corner, oh. and he goes like this. Like you did when you first met him. He raises his hand up with his palm kind of out like this. Oh, he's and like this, and it goes like this. And as he squeezes his fist together, his left hand, the whole temple <laughs> shakes. And the breeze starts falling down from the ceiling. She looks up, she goes, what? And huge trunks are starting to fall from the ceiling. With his other hand, he goes like this, and he makes a fist like this, and he goes like this. And you get yanked out of here, like yeeted out. And he's out of the way. And all three of you guys, along with Torag, get yeeted out as you're coming out through this door right here. You guys stop in midair. 
and you start kind of like getting torn apart. You're, you feel your body is getting torn in two directions. As you look back, and Medusa's going like this. Mm-mm. And she's like, yo, you're not leaving so soon, my sisters. And she starts pulling, and you guys start coming closer to the Medusa. And suddenly, rocks start falling all over the place. And you see her eyes get wide as she starts seeing some of her allies diving for cover. And then a few of the statues that aren't crushed yet. She looks at them, and she lets go. She's got one hand like this holding you guys, and she looks up, and she goes, No! And she goes like this, and she lets go of you guys, and she holds up all the rocks that are falling down around her, above her. And you guys get yeeted out this way, and then she comes out this way, and she stands in the middle of the entire thing, and she's looking out at you guys, and she just smiles. And rocks start to fall right here. He jumps out of the way, and rocks cave in this entire entrance to the temple. And the last thing you see is her just kind of holding her hands up like this and looking down at you guys, smiling. What creep. And the whole entrance caves in. You should know we took your stuff. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> your dirty mouth. I just thought she made You do. Like, you, you stand right here and you're like, you don't go, you're trying to get closer anymore because you told her. Yeah. The whole Gia, the whole part of that was you telling her that you stole stuff. Okay. So now you're free from it. I feel better now. Yep. Oh, I just feel better. So, after having it, it, just, it, was, it was pressing my chest. You know, you know how you just feel guilty about things? Yeah. No? Okay. So, <laughs> I don't feel guilty. <laughs> so he's standing there, and he turns around, and he whips on you guys. He can, he's got his hand like close to his hilt with his sword thing that doesn't have a sword blade. And he's like, I have been watching you. You are the renowned daughters of Atlas that have come to free Medusa. But I saw the goodness in your heart. The taint must have been residual from the evil you encountered. Okay. I, I heard today. the devil's dagger is at play. Yeah. We must escape this place as quickly as we can before she uncovers her tomb, her temple. And he goes, he takes out a rock. It's not this big. I mean, it's, it's a stone. And he looks at all of you. And... He gives it to the cleric. He goes, take this. This is an Akashic stone. It will allow us to communicate with each other. Hmm. Keep this. Get back to wherever the devil's dagger is and keep it safe. Keep it away from Medusa. She knows where it's at now and she will stop at nothing to get it back. And he looks at you and he's like... What's your name again? Um... Kashi. Kashi. K-A-S-H-I. So he says, we do not have much time. I must warn my elders. I have already communicated with them, but we must flee this place as quickly as, I, as we can. I just look um, kind of exasperated. Like, y'all don't got any bombs? That's what he's used. Got more bombs? No. He says, he's like, we do not have time to discuss the details of the last 20,000 years. Flee back to your ship while you still have time. All right. Say less. So you guys leave. Yep, we leave. The ship's still there. Right? Because those guys were not that happy with us, right? No. I hand you a book. (gasps) Oh, I love it. You were being an asshole, but I still got you. You're right. I was being an asshole. I'm so sorry. I don't know what came over. So long and short of it is... You guys make it back to the ship in time, and they're like, we heard the explosion, we were about to leave, we saw smoke and dust coming up, we thought you were dead, but then we saw you rowing towards us, so we waited. Thank you. Um, 
long and short of it is you guys look at this gray tome and inside of it it talks about the history of the devil's dagger um, how you need a redwood box to keep the energies of the devil away from everyone else nice now great so we're gonna get back to Laputa and everyone's gonna be fucking twisted and shit from being around maybe maybe not um but you do read that it has to be a newer box the, the older box like this is going to just dampen the energies if you have a new one it will totally block the energies so we need to find a red heart tree which is only in red heart trees only grow by anwin in the undead area oh so we really need so you're going to need Kelsey, and Kelsey wanted to go there anyways because she wanted to find out more about her history, her mm -hmm. past. So you guys are way the hell up here. You're going to take the boat back to Shambhala. We're just going to take a couple days, so that gives you time to rest and heal and level up. Okay, I'm giving you enough experience right now. So right now, you guys are at, I'm going to say, get an extra 1,000 experience points each. So you should be at least at 16,500. So according to this, you should be at least level six. Right, is that what you guys are, or five? You are five right now. Okay. Yep, so be level six. All right, and we'll resolve some of these magic items and stuff that you guys got next time we play, which is in two weeks. So, and then you guys are going to get back to Shambhala, and then you're going to basically take a, a, a ship as quick as we can down to Solomon. So you have to take it over to Yaru and then over to, down to, down to uh, Anna Amin. Um, we'll talk some more um, for next time when we play. Um, any questions, though, for tonight? You will have time to identify all your stuff um, before I forget. Really quick, give me an arcana or investigation check, whichever yep. one you want. Got it. Just put my dice all the way. Okay. Just to see if we can help Ty first, really quick. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you guys have recognized what's going on with Ty. Oh, with the curse? Yep. Yeah. She, just, she can't tell you, but you're yeah, able to tell that's what's going on. 17 plus 8. 25. So, yes, your short sword is a short sword plus one of vengeance. I also have identify. That's what I figured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to give you the chance, though, yep. to see that she's cursed. Yeah. So then you use identify. And actually, when you identify a cursed item, yeah. you don't see what it is. Oh, really? Oh, I don't know. Nope. So I have the short, short, short sword of vengeance. And, and the only way to get rid of it is a remove curse spell. Mm -mm. And so who has a remove curse spell? Well, Mitri might. Maybe now that she's leveling up, she might. Okay. So we'll resolve that next time. Cool. But you're able to identify all the other stuff, and I'll... I'll tell it to you guys next time we play because mm -hmm. she's got a short sword that you might like a, a flame tongue short sword Ooh. and you're already a flaming person so that's that'll be double flame <laughs> super flaming super a flame that I don't have to actually burn myself mm -hmm. anymore I like to mm. yep. cut myself anymore yeah. but you get to do extra damage so just think you light it up and then do your own form of lighting it up it's like a double light yeah, that's, that's nice alright Questions about anything? All right. Hopefully you guys can uncurse me, yeah? Mm-hmm. All right. We'll talk we over all the magic it. items, and we'll parse them out next time. Um, 
dominate person was what took you. Oh, gosh, that's pretty strong, then. It was. It was cast at her level, so she cast as a glyph of warning. Oh, no wonder I couldn't shake what it. What level is she? So she was a CR 20. She is a Medusa queen. Cool. You guys would have gotten her asses beat. Damn yeah. it. She could have petrified you all in one turn. Yep. Damn. Good thing that... Um, so she just hung years. out. So originally, you guys, they're supposed to come in here and search around and tour around and find all this stuff and then go, oh, look, there's a big thing right here. Oh, it's got a dagger. Oh, let's go open this thing and then let her out. Maybe after finding this first. But then you guys decided, oh, let's open this up. So the treasure is that she is the treasure. Not that there is treasure in there. The Medusa Queen is the treasure. So that's what he's telling me? What? Is that what my mind's like? No. No, he's not telling me. He wants you to kill her. Okay, good. He's mad because his soul is trapped in this plane. He can't return to his own plane. Okay, good. But he is beseeching you for aid. Any which way you can. And he says, the answer is in Kalapa. Kalapa? Excuse me. Okay? Cool. All right. 